2: Penic erection was one of the many unsolved evolutionary mysteries surrounding sexuality. Every society had an elaborate subculture devoted to erotic stimulation. But nobody could quite determine how this... ..becomes this. Of course, we all know the physical process involved, but not the link between stimulus and response. There seems to be a correlation with violence, with fear... Many hanged men died with an erection. You are all more or less aware of our intensive researches into the subject. Sexuality declined probably because we no longer needed to procreate. Eternals soon discovered that erection was impossible to achieve. And we are no longer victims of this violent convulsive act which so debased women and betrayed men. This brutal like other primates living unself-conscious lives, is capable of spontaneous and reflexive erection. As part of May's studies of this creature, we are trying to find once again the link between erotic stimulation and erection.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls,
0: dying time's here.
1: Say about the numbers anymore, Tim Gross, because I have an
4: announcement. Okay, Here we lost ratings.
1: <laughs> yeah, the ratings are down. The ratings are gone. Um, no, fuck ratings. Um, so oh. last night I come home and my computer is black.
4: mm and Oh God, yeah. I'm like, Been waiting for this.
1: I'm like, what? What the fuck? What, what is this? I figured, you know, because sometimes. The electricity in my neighborhood will, f- will like, burp. We'll lose it for, like, a second, and then it comes right back on. And then yeah. you got to go through the house and reset the clocks and update all kind of shit. really sucks. So I turn my computer back on, and my computer says, hello, I've updated to Windows 10.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I said, well, fuck you, computer. I didn't give you goddamn permission. To do I that. was
4: going to say, without you doing it.
1: Yeah, I've had that <laughs> little icon on the bottom left part of my screen now that says, hey, uh, fucking, it's, you, uh you want to upgrade to Windows 10? And I, I say no. It asks me every once in a while. I say no, I'm fine. I don't want my computer doing shit that I don't tell it to. That's how shit gets fucked up. But anyway, my computer decided it was smarter than me and upgraded to Windows 10. And it starts up. i got to enter my name, my password. It says... Hey, we've got a lot new, a lot more better experiences for you. Your files are still where you left them. Here you can do all this shit, and it's telling me all this stuff. And I've kept the last three episodes that we've done on the desktop. Yeah. Like, I have the Sorceress episode on the desktop. I had the uh, Demon Queen episode on the desktop. And they're not there anymore.
4: So they're lost somewhere in your computer. Yes,
1: along with the file that I keep everything, all 190-some episodes, gone.
4: They're still there. I'm going to just tell you that. Yeah, yeah.
1: They're they're in my computer somewhere.
4: uh, Yeah, I was just going to say, but I'm going to wish you luck.
1: I did recover the uh, Why Is This Not a Franchise episode that we did with Dano. Yeah. Because I remembered I called that the franchise show. So I just searched and found it. But the other ones, I searched Demon Queen. I've searched for Sorcerer's File. Fa- I can't find shit. I have no idea where these fuckers went. They're just gone. So might have two or three episodes just plop up there sometime when I find these son of a bitches. But
4: yeah, gonna... it, I went through the same thing. But unlike you, I actually just decided, you know, it was... Because I read something quite a while back that basically, you know, it was basically saying, hey, you're going to want to do this because there's certain things not, you know, not going to work and stuff like that. So I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to do this so I could start figuring it out now. And I did, and believe me, I'm still trying to get used to it. But yeah, at first. It took me a week just to, like, okay, I don't remember putting that there. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. It just it, Shit will be lost, but it's actually not lost.
1: Yeah, it's somewhere hidden in the depths of my computer. I do have everything saved on an external hard drive, so all the old shit, it's, none of that stuff's lost, just these last two episodes. Uh, I'm just going to edit this one and throw it out, so we are I guess we're up to date. By default, thanks okay. Windows 10. Yeah, <laughs> thanks Bill Gates for doing something I never asked you to do. But hey, you knew, you knew, you knew what was better for my computer than I did. So thanks, asshole.
4: Yeah, supposedly it's something like the old versions are no longer, they're not able to operate or something of that nature. Something stupid, but apparently fine. Yeah, apparently this was going to happen at some time or another, is what it came down to.
1: I would have liked a notification or something. Mm -hmm.
4: Oh, I agree. I agree totally with you. That that was why I did it before something like that happened. Mm. And every once in a while, I'll read about this shit, and I just decide, you know what? I should probably do this before it decides, hey, I'm going to do this.
1: I know the other episodes aren't in the same file where I found the franchise show. I have no idea where they were. I will fucking go look in and sur- I don't know. We might find them. We might never not find them because. So
4: basically we're like six episodes behind, but not really six episodes. No, it
1: was only it was only three.
4: Only three. I And, I,
1: and I saved one, which was okay. the one with Dano. So that's going to go up pro- before this one. So we're one, up. I don't know. I'll just, I'll find it when I find it and throw it up there. This is getting really bad. Plus my computer's got one foot in the fucking grave. <laughs> Already. Yeah,
4: well, that's what I was waiting for you to say is that your computer decided to take a poop.
1: Mm-mm. Actually, Windows 10 isn't, I mean, I haven't had any problems with it yet, surprisingly enough. I was having nothing but fucking problems with it. But anyway. Uh, t-shirt Joe was gonna come on. He might still. I don't know. Did you hear from him back? I have
4: not gotten an email from him. Um,
1: I know the hour jump ahead.
4: Yeah, I'm guessing since he's still cutting his <coughs> metal, and I, th- usually when he's doing that on a Sunday, <laughs> that's for a show. So if he's
1: here, he's here. If he's
4: not, yeah, he's here. that's what I'm trying to say. I I, I wouldn't. I believe me, Joe wanted to be on. Yeah, because I remember that was like the last thing we talked about as I was as I was leaving Horror Realm on Sunday.
1: Horror Realm, we were there.
4: Yeah, yeah. and I don't know if we should talk about it or wait until Joe comes on Let's or talk
1: about it. We can talk about it uh, when Joe comes on. Okay, we saw T-shirt Joe go from T-shirt Joe to no shirt Joe.
4: Yes, we did. He <laughs> lost
1: his powers. <laughs>
4: Yeah, yes, (laughs) it was hilarious, (laughs) because it was was like, old t-shirt Joe would take his shirt off, I was like, excuse me, wait a minute, I stand corrected, new t-shirt Joe would keep his shirt on, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) I was like, please get that on
1: Joe was feeling no pain
4: Oh, no, he was not, no, he wasn't
1: But I was there, you were there, what'd you pick up?
4: Um it's oh man. Uh well, first of all, picked up President Wolfman. President which, Wolfman, <laughs> which we're going to talk about a little bit later. Picked up Mold, which I'm just going to say now, like that other movie I just watched recently, uh Septic Man. Yeah. Uh, you need to make it a double feature night.
1: Well, I I'll, I'll make it a triple feature night as soon as ooh. You gave me the $25 Amazon gift card for my birthday.
4: Yes, I did, sir.
1: That might buy me motivational growth, and I'll just have a triple feature.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. Because anytime either of those movies come up, motivational growth is the first selection after those two, and they're very I'll that up right now. They're very street trash and slime city esque. Yeah, it's the best way to explain because mold. Even though it's independent, it's set in 1984. It's really it, it they did a great job. I, I think it's one of those independent movies where people will accept, yes, it's independent, but I'm gonna watch this because it just it once it gets going, it has just gooey explosions, bellies blowing up, uh just mold on a congressman's dick. Uh <laughs> It, it just, shit's going down. It is just it's an experiment with deadly mold spores. And I know some people out there still can't bring themselves to watch independent movies. This is one of those movies, it, it's like, you gotta set that aside and watch this. It's really well done, really good.
1: Yeah, that's what the Amazon card will go for. It's only nine bucks on DVD, I can get it on Amazon.
4: Yeah, bought it for what was it, eight or seven at Horror Realm? So but yeah. I enjoyed that movie. Uh, what else did I pick up there? Uh, I picked up those. I picked up the Alting, which I want to watch next week cover for the show. The Jeff Burr show? Uh no. No, no, no. Uh the Oh, which one is this? The it's the it's where the people are having a party and they find a, a brass lamp.
1: Oh, that. Yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about.
4: Yeah, it's like 87.
1: Yeah, why was I thinking that was Jeff Burr?
4: Uh, because I this the outing at one time was called um something like Evil Genie, and like us, okay, yeah, like, yeah, like the this, this was always getting confused with um when slimeball rama was the imp because yep. the outing was the imp and then jeff Burr, uh what is it whispered to a scream that had a different name mm-hmm. like they were all like at one time had the same name one time or another basically is what it came down to but i picked up the outing i have another independent time, uh film called fun time which has a killer clown supposedly in it
1: no oh wait no Funtime. Okay, I have not seen Funtime. I got that instantly mixed up with Funland. Have you ever seen Funland?
4: I have not seen Funland.
1: Um, would you like to see Squiggy
4: from and Shirley
1: <laughs> dress up like a a fucking clown and haunt an amusement park?
4: <laughs>
1: Sounds great, right?
4: Sounds awesome.
1: No, it's fucking terrible.
4: <laughs>
1: it's been on Netflix since like the inception of Netflix. I swear to god, Netflix bought this movie for like 50 cents.
4: Oh, they probably did. And I it's don't doubt that.
1: fucking terrible. But Funland, I, or whatever you've got, I don't know what the shit is.
4: Yeah, it's an independent film. It played at Horror Realm, actually. And I picked up another movie called The Orphan. Uh, not sure what it's about, but apparently like, it's a slasher film from 79, 1980. And basically the poster has a knife through a calendar. It says Friday the 13th.
1: Oh, I remember you got that from Dan, didn't you?
4: Yep. yep, I got Annie Lee's meat pies just because of the title. <laughs> uh, I got, I now finally have Death Metal Zombie sequel, Zombified, <laughs> <laughs> which I need to watch. I got another movie called uh, Night of the Zombies. Uh, it's like Nazi zombies and stuff like that, so that should be cool. Another movie that I never even heard of. Uh, from the mid '80s, called Mutations. Supposedly, it has like bad claymation in it. So that's all me. Oh, that's it,
1: uh the one where Justin's biggest fan was all telling us that Lewis is going to put that out.
4: Yes, 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 yeah. So yeah, good for uh, yeah, Mario who's saying, yeah, Lewis, yeah, my son is yeah, out my that. son's putting that out. So and he's not going to give me anything for free. So. <laughs> oh well. And and plus I'm looking really looking forward to this one movie from these people that drove down uh that I believe his name is Nick Charles, drove down from uh Boston on Friday of Horror Realm. Nine and a half hours they drove down from Boston because he was showing his documentary, which is called a B documentary, and it basically it features Herschel Gordon Lewis, Lloyd Coffin, Bill Johnson, uh himself, a couple other filmmakers, and it just basically, it's like a 45-minute documentary about uh, how to make uh, independent horror films and how to, uh, if you want to try to get SAG actors, and it it really gets into that stuff, and he was telling me even before it that, before he showed it, that uh, how really easy a lot of these people just wanted to talk, and like it just... The ball rolled downhill like immediately. He just had mm-hmm. to travel and see these people, which fi- I told him five, ten years ago, that doesn't happen. It's like I've heard stories, not going to name names, but, you know, just people didn't want to help anybody out. And he basically said uh, every one of these people he went and were part of his documentary were not only helpful, but gave him names, numbers, even a couple of agents to talk to if he decides to start making independent films or even got a couple of uh, distributing companies to talk to. Yeah, which I thought was really good. I I said that is – so it's so refreshing to hear. So now that makes me even more want to watch the documentary. But also, too, there was about 15, 20 people watching this, and all of them really enjoyed it. They, I was talking to a few of them, and they said everyone inside really enjoyed it. So that's what I picked up at Horror Room. But, and besides you giving me White Phantom. White Phantom. <laughs> White Phantom Enemy of Darkness.
1: <laughs> I was bum-bummed that Joe's not on, because I want to know if this movie's racist.
4: <laughs> I'm not <laughs> it could be but <laughs> not what you'd think
1: damn it I want to see the Bo Svensson white ninja movie where he fights oh, darkness
4: you, well you do get the black ninja versus white ninja like all in black and all in white of course is the last scene
1: you is know? it like a a, a fucking Gordon Lew- who is that fucking guy I always forget his name Gordon no Le- no no
4: He's not in this.
1: Where he has ninja written across the headbands.
4: <laughs> no.
1: Damn it! Just in case you did know they were ninjas. They're ninjas. What else did you watch?
4: Uh oh! Watched? That was just stuff I grabbed. Yeah, I what'd you want watch? To talk about stuff let's, I well, let's,
1: let's, wa- let's let's keep talking about horror realm because we. Okay, had... cause,
4: yeah, I didn't know if you want to keep talking horror realm. You want to?
1: Yeah, let's talk about horror realm. We had some fun. I got I got there and got immediately shoved into my face. Mexican shells that were awesome.
4: <laughs> Which Joe has declared is not racist and thought was awesome. And when I told him those are ones with regular sausage that she does make ones with sweet, uh, hot sausage. Oh, Joe that was like, even better. Yeah, Joe was like, I will see you next time. <laughs> Definitely.
1: Because
4: <laughs> I asked him, I said, so. He's like Mexican shells, huh? I was like, "Yep, my wife makes them." And he goes, "He's like, that's not racist at all." I was like, "Well, you be the judge." And he ate some, and he's like, "Motherfucker's are good as hell." <laughs> he's well, like, they were, they "We're good as hell." He's like, I, "I was like, those aren't even the hot ones." And he's just, I, I, so next time he's here, he definitely he wants to, he wants everything next time. But he was he was cracking me up. But anyhow, yes, you had Mexican shells, sir had
1: mexican shells had much pepperoni bread that that shit is the fucking greatest
4: which apparently rich was bitching to my wife that dan would not give up
1: <laughs> he would give up no pepperoni bread yes fucking shit was good dude but we yeah. had i had fun i got a lot of shit from dan who give me two seconds i need to grab them i'll be right back okay <laughs> edit this out.
4: commercial all for all for the ratings you find them. I had to go search my house. I was going to say, I was enjoying the background (laughs) that needs to be in the show now.
1: I was like, God damn it, I know I put them on my fucking shelf. And they were on a different shelf. But I got some shit from Dan. (laughs) I got Summer Camp Nightmare.
4: Yes, I love that movie.
1: is awesome, but I haven't seen it since probably like 1988. And Dan's review says, yet another evil Evil Chuck Connors masterpiece, oh shit, Chuck Connors is in this?
4: Yeah, Chuck Connors is in it, he's no, he's not in it a ton, but just enough that makes you want more of him, but it is literally a movie, it's the movie of all movies where teenagers rebel and take over the summer camp, Yeah, and they lock up all the adults and everybody's fucking and everybody's partying. And then, basically, you get a couple of kids they are, like, after a couple of days, you're like, um... This is not... Yeah, you know, this isn't fun anymore.
1: Yeah, I do remember. I think I saw it on, like, HBO a couple of times. I remember yeah. liking it.
4: Yeah, I was going to say, HBO was... Uh,
1: I know it. Axel over on Profonder Cinema loves it, and he says, uh, I don't remember this part, but he says they do a cover of uh, Fears Beef Bologna. <laughs> so... I- anything leaving related. I'm after. I love that shit. Um, Oh shit. I should have read this. I got death ship and Dan's review says amazing cover explanation point. The movie, not so much shit. I got, uh, the movie I'm going to do next week, which I'll keep a secret. I got uh Dan special delivery for me. Best chest in the West. He couldn't find best chest in the west part two, and I got uh, a Serbian film,
4: which may or may not be watched. So uh, yeah, I was gonna say if you watch it, just uh, remember I said to you, um, <laughs> you can't unwatch it. I know. I'm not saying it's horrible, anything of that nature. Before everybody loses their shit, I'm just saying a. Not my cup of tea. B. I'm with all the cool people. I finally watched it, and C. It just—it's one of those movies. I—I I really would like to unwatch.
1: Mm, yeah, that's why I might watch it. it. I might not.
4: It's—it's b- it. it's shot great, looks awesome. You know, it just I—it it, it just this subject matter. When it comes down to it, and you know when it happens, you'll be like, yeah, um yeah I could have dealt without seeing that <laughs> it, it's it's it different and it's not like a cannibal holocaust or something of that nature right this is a whole other uh i know, extreme. There's, ba-
1: I know there's baby fucking involved okay i've been I, I try been... to beat
4: around a bush with I know them. there's
1: i know there's baby fucking involved
4: yeah and I'm sorry uh to me I could go on without seeing that
1: well Dan's deal was four or five for twenty. Yeah. Yeah, I had, I had three. I wanted to see Death Ship and Serbian film. I was just like, well, maybe one day, and I just picked it up. (laughs) I hope the police don't come to my house. Uh, I bought all those. I bought a Time Bandit shirt off of Joe. I bought a Revenge of the Star Creatures shirt off of Joe. And I bought a Bud Dwyer shirt off of Joe. I couldn't get any shirts off of Joe I wanted because fucking Demco, that son of a bitch, (laughs) (laughs) like, He went and bought all the shirts I wanted like five minutes before I did, and Joe was out of all the sizes.
4: Well, what you need to do is put in an order.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't ever know what I want, though.
4: And it, that's the way I do it with Joe a lot of times is I'll put it in an order. If I know I'm going somewhere where he's going to be, Yeah. I just pick it up at the beginning of the show. I'll put in an order, and it'll have all my sizes and everything.
1: I yeah. should have, but uh, I, I always get something from Joe. Joe's always got something. Um, I bought all those. I bought a cool painting of the chick from Psycho to hang in my bathroom. But the coolest thing I got, and I wish I knew who I bought it from, was those needle points with the yes. I got I got a needle point thing in a frame with just the Wu Tang clan members in it. It says inspect the deck and the Riza, the Jizza, old dirty bastard, Ray, Chef Raquan, and the other one just says Jag off.
4: Yeah, that was a, they gave us one. They, they came over after you left and gave us a, a jag off one said, we need to have us, And I said to Dan, this needs to be on your coffee table. So he took it home.
1: I got all that shit. That's all I really bought. Oh, oh and I bought, uh, I filled in my, my Providence Comics hole off a uh, Geekadrome guy. Yes. I got three, four, five, and six. I think they're only up to six is what he said. But I think that's all he had. Or maybe that's all he had, or that's all the part that they're up to, but I haven't read those yet. But that's all I picked up. We got to see uh Dan and Bri- or Bryce and and Baby Legs Demco popping and <laughs> Baby Legs Demco popping and locking outside the front of the dub drizzle.
4: Uh, out of print Dan and I trying to steal the cookie truck.
1: <laughs> yeah. <the> sweet ride. <laughs> uh Demko's what else? Demko's uh, theory about how if you're from South Park you can turn South Park, you know, in the berg, not the T
3: V show. Yeah. If you're from yes. South
1: Park in the Berg, you could turn any word into a, a fucking like racial phrase. <laughs> 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 you gotta you got a lot of those uh uh flower pots coming up there. Or some shit I don't know. No, that was Saturday. I wasn't drunk Saturday. I was drunk Friday.
4: Yeah, Friday we both were doing pretty well.
1: You would disappear and reappear. (laughs) That's what happens if you go to these conventions and and you get real drunk. You will find portals.
4: Yes, I was dropping into the Ed Quinlan portals. The, The Quinlan
1: portals show up. Tim Gross was taking full advantage of those
4: Friday. Night. Oh, dude! I kept running into people that not only wanted to talk about uh, the VHS room, but talk movies, but also talked about uh, talk about the podcast. It was just cool to run into random people just talking about that stuff. It was hilarious.
1: We sold Dan sold a fucking fuckload of Spookies
4: DVDs. Yes, we sold out of Killer Dead DVDs before Saturday morning was over.
1: Yep. And so, Spookies got played. Uh, the sp- <laughs> the Spooky pajama jammy jam didn't go down,
4: though. <laughs> I didn't show up. <laughs> was there was there. quite a few random people I'd never seen in there to watch Spookies, which was always cool.
1: Yep. Rich, you put on a good, 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 good show, sir. Very good show.
4: Yep. And uh, I was going to say, one of the favorite parts of the whole thing was Dan meeting Kincaid in getting his Doc album signed, a Dream Warriors album, which was very funny. I don't think you got to see that. No, but, I
1: didn't. He just came back and he had the pictures. Uh,
4: yeah, Kincaid. Um, I don't know who the person was sitting next to him, but it was a younger dude. Yeah. Sitting next to the guy who plays Kincaid in Nightmare on Elm Street three and four, mm-hmm. and the dude's like. What is that? And you can immediately see that I just complete. I'm just calling him Kincaid because I forget his real name.
1: Kin Sagos.
4: Yes, he's there going, you
1: go.
4: Ken is strange last all of a sudden super pissed and just giving this dude the stare down, and he goes, "This is something you don't understand." <laughs> he just goes into this whole spiel like this was worth just bringing this to the guy just like going to see dan meet this dude (laughs) who cares you're paying 20 bucks for the autograph we got a 10 minute show out of it because he's explaining to this like younger kid basically he's explaining to him about he's like this is where real music survives he's like
1: on the vinyls
4: (laughs) yes he's going into that and he's like not on your mp3 ipad like <laughs> he had us busted out laughing and the dude's like the dude's trying to touch he's like don't put your greasy hands on <laughs> was just, <laughs> ken was really into this and he's like they had a video he's like they, this is like a promotional item, not like the stupid shit they got on today. He's <laughs> just—he went all into it, and he was just like talking to us about it. And I was, i explained to him I was like, yeah, it's basically how Dan and I basically our relationship became a constant thing because I, all of a sudden, Rick brought it to the very first horror realm. He brought it over to the table. Dan's like, I want that. I was like, Rick, give it to me. Rick gave it to me, gave it to Dan, gave it to Dan. and next thing I know, we were completely shit-faced drinking, and I just kept singing Dream Warriors for the rest of the weekend, and so every Horror Realm, I sing Dream Warriors behind the table to Dan, and eventually Dan starts screaming at me that I don't know the words, and I tell him, I don't, but it's not the point. I just know the chorus! Yes. <laughs> well, that's it. Because what drives him even more nuts is when I go right into Love Kills by the Vinny Vincent Invasion. <laughs>
1: Fuck Vinny Vincent and fuck his invasion. He was in He was in Kiss. He's forever fucking tainted in my opinion.
4: That was one of the best parts of Horror Realm, was just getting to do that. But it was a lot of fun. It was a fun convention. It just seemed like it went so quick. And, uh, it
1: did. It went fucking super fast.
4: Yeah, it just seemed like it went faster than usual. But, okay, it happens. It was yeah. a lot of fun. That we'll was Horror Realm. We're
1: we'll going to do it again at the end of this month at Wasteland.
4: Yeah, yeah, we're going to have a table for, you know, whenever Ian's here this episode.
1: <laughs> Joe's going to, Joe, is there an update? Joe's going to be there, right?
4: Um, there. When I left, I was leaving Horror Realm. Joe and I talked about that.
1: That's the last I heard.
4: <clears throat> yeah, Joe's really, really going to make a serious attempt coming to Cinema Wasteland for the whole weekend.
1: If it doesn't happen... I, I I gotta it, say it,
4: if it doesn't happen at this one, it is gonna happen. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it, 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 it's gonna happen in, in very soon. It's gonna happen in the next couple of shows.
1: I I kind of hope like just out of like you know, <laughs> just out of for sake of Joe's liver, it doesn't happen. <laughs> like, <laughs>
4: there's a lot of
1: like, there was a lot of drinking in a horror realm, but it not like fucking Wasteland.
4: Oh, no, nothing's like Wasteland.
1: No, uh-uh. As,
4: as a lot of people always say, Wasteland is properly named.
1: Yes, fucking for sure. And Buzz was giving us fucking ice-cold vodka to drink. Thanks, Buzz.
4: Yeah, that was why Friday was kind of, hey. I,
1: yeah, that <laughs> and the moonshine.
4: Yeah, I'm going to, let's stick this out for a little bit so I could drive home. Cause... Yes. My 40-year-old body was like, whoa, dude, I thought we had a conversation not too long ago. <laughs> you weren't going to do this anymore. <laughs> yes, because what I remembered besides drinking Yingling was uh, uh, Buzz's vodka.
1: Buzz's moon, vodka, yeah.
4: Moonshine, uh, the gym beam shots that Dan and I did as soon as uh, you and I arrived.
1: What the fuck kind of vodka was that? Because it was good.
4: Uh, I don't know. It
1: wasn't like cheap Grey Goose or Sky or some shit like that. It was. Yeah,
4: I'm not totally sure. But I just, uh, but yeah, Dan and I, like you turned your back. Dan and I did a couple of uh, Jim Beam shots. Or uh, I, I think it might have even been like two shots in each little bottle. I had a bunch of.
1: Oh, small the little bo- yeah, the little tiny ones.
4: Yeah, uh, Dan and I drank all. Of them. <laughs> as soon as I sat down, we drank all of them.
1: <laughs> I almost punched a dude because he'd never seen Buckaroo
4: Banzai. Yes, that was great too. What what Puckaroo? is Buckaroo bonsai
1: Oh, you gotta get the fuck out of here now, sir!
4: I'm gonna punch you in your face. There was someone else that insulted you too during the weekend, wasn't it? Somebody said "What is Spookies"? Or there was some other weird
1: something. I don't remember. That, yeah, it, apparently it was Joe calling Flash Gordon racist. I don't. I don't know.
4: Yeah, but there was somebody else, just some random person that came up to the table and just completely. Mm. You were pissed.
1: No, I was pissed because you guys left and Railway Ralph fucking showed up with his goddamn. (laughs) covered in grease with his gnarled up fucking fingers and his stringy rat hair looking through his little fucking. Dude had a goddamn piece of glass and he was looking through it. Like you didn't have glasses. This is what. Yeah. Got anything from the forties? Nah, man. No forties shit. Just out of print stuff. Oh. Oh man, you were getting pissed at. Like we ain't got nothing from the fucking forties,
4: man. That that dude because that dude will show up every horror realm and sit there. I don't think he buys anything. I he finally bought something off of Dan this time around. Yeah,
1: he bought. You had to explain to him three times that both versions of Frankenstein that he had were the same movie. Yes. Different boxes.
4: Yes. But that dude never buys anything off of anybody. He's one of those guys, and he will show up. And it's not just even like on a Sunday. He shows up for the whole weekend and will spend an hour and a half. And I know this got to drive vendors crazy, where he will spend an hour and a half in front of the table, look through every single thing, and doesn't buy anything. And just and he does it to every single vendor. And it just I've seen him do it I don't know how many shows in a row now, and that's what I was just like dude,
1: buy something or go away, please. That guy was fucking creepy. Like he imagine a hobo. He's like a hobo, right?
4: He is. He is. I it just that dude shows up every horror realm. He
1: right? has no fingernails or his fingernails have been bitten completely off. And the dude's covered in, like, axle grease.
4: Yeah, he, it looked like he just came out from underneath a bridge.
1: Railway, Railway Ralph is fucking weird. I don't know. That guy was creepy.
4: Oh, he... I
0: was
1: like, dude, fucking <laughs> getting your fucking grease all over the place here, man. What the fuck? Maybe take a shower every once in a millennium. I don't know.
4: Yeah. Anything else to say about Horror Realm? Nope. It was great. It was a fun time.
1: I can't wait to see fucking... Uh, baby Legs demco Pop and Lock again <laughs> That
4: was great Watching him
1: <laughs> Yelling at <laughs> that Yelling at that Fucking rent security What are you going to do Throw your keys at me
4: <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. man It was fun times But yeah They will be had uh, For Wasteland And you're what Just coming up on Saturday And Probably Leaving Sunday morning Like you sure. usually do
1: well, when is it?
4: It is April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll be. I don't know. I'll be up there because I'm sure rooms are sold out by now.
4: I have a room that okay. has two beds. I'm just figuring out. I'll go half with you. Babysitter right now kind of stuff. and I
1: will totally go half with you. And
4: I room. talked to <laughs> a wife. She's like, it should be okay, but let's see when we're going up and all that stuff. So, yeah, like I said, if you can't find a room. You're welcome to take the second bed. Okay. Since since we're gonna be sleeping, <laughs> no one's gonna be doing anything.
1: So I'm I'm fucking drinking for sure.
4: Yeah, that, that's the reason. I
1: gotta yeah. get a gotta get a hit off of fucking Buzz's vodka. Or oh, you
4: know, dude, Mabel he always brings stuff there.
1: And Buzz is a rent-a-cop or a fucking whatever you he, call it.
4: He is a volunteer.
1: Volunteer, yeah. Yeah, cop, volunteer. I know Rennikoff uh, sounds
4: bad, but I don't know. Yeah, he's that. a volunteer police officer in Ohio, and apparently this has gone on for generations in his family, which is really fucking cool. Yep. And uh, basically he was awarded some kind of, like, lifetime award or something like that uh, two months ago. And... Well, he had
1: to appease him, man. He would have let neck aids loose on the fucking <laughs> unknowing populace. <laughs>
4: But that was really cool because it's like you know a lot of these people and you get to know them personally, but you when you hear something like that, that's, I'm sorry that's, that's pretty funny. Cool. Yeah, that's just really badass and uh like he said, what he does, a lot of people, you know, they don't get recognition or anything like that and it's like yeah, that's what he does. He's a he volunteers and Helps out, and apparently the community around him really uh, supports him and gave him an award and everything, which was really cool. Awesome. So, But anyhow, we moving into movies we've watched yeah, this past week. Yeah, what did you watch? Okay, this past week, I, I'm i trying to make up for slacking the past week or two because somebody's like, hey, you haven't posted anything on your website. I was like, okay, I'm going to start watching. And
1: Hey, join the club. I haven't either.
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to start watching movies and uh, – Start writing reviews. So just to start it off really good, uh, You know, last week we talked Septic Man, or the week before I should say, we talked Septic Man. Start this week off, I wanted to say to you, I watched Poltergeist the remake.
1: And? Because I, I, I thought it was a hoot.
4: I, that's, that was the thing, and I had a conversation with Dan on the phone about this. I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. I w- put it this way, I was surprised how well it stuck to the original. Yeah, but not
1: not to the point of where you're just like, well, they're just
4: yeah, doing but, this again. No, but I, I, I'll i say this, and there's a reason I'm trying to say all this. I, it, the trailers really made it seem like it was another paranormal activity film, and it's far from that.
1: Uh, yeah, but kind of not to. They do some paranormal shit, like, they, you know what I mean? They, they pull the tricks on that.
4: Basically, uh, hold on a second. Somebody just emailed me. It's the ratings board. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, no, I was just, I, actually, I was trying to see. Uh, anyhow, Poltergeist, like I said, I was surprised how well it was. Uh, I, I don't hate it. I don't like it. I'm surprised how well it stuck with the original film. But also, too, like I said, I was getting into about the trailers uh, look like just like Paranormal Activity. I felt like it wasn't. I I just felt like it was misleading more than anything. But after sitting there watching the film, and I know you like it, and I know several people actually like this uh, movie, but also, too, I know several people that just totally shit on us. I'm not that person. I just, and Dan and I talked about this. And we both came to agreement that this movie was just totally unnecessary. Maybe uh, it just it not in the sense that it was horrible. and They shouldn't have never done the idea. Yeah, I'm surprised it took this long. I mean, I think what it was in pre production hell for like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years.
1: Forever.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, at one point, Hilary Duff was playing the teenage daughter. And then, like, as of two years ago, she was going to play the mom. And it was just. It it just. It literally been that long into pre production. I mean, the remake was always going to be. This was one of those movies you knew it was going to be remade. Like, Mm -hmm. when they started doing remakes, this was, like, one of the first ones slated out there, like, talked about being remade. And it just took forever for whatever reason it was. But to me. It came off as uh, kind of unmemorable like I think people are gonna forget this movie just like the Evil Dead remake and I just I gave I give it two stars, but I, like I said it just i I agree with Dan it just was unnecessary it, it, but I, I, like I said, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't good. I was just it caught me off guard how well it was actually kept with the original concept.
1: I liked it. I just had a hoot with it. I like that Jared, uh, shit, Jared Harris guy who played, he was the quasi- Oh,
4: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: PNG guy. I liked how they made him into, a, like, a, well, I have this fake, uh, Ghost Hunter show, but I have to put on, like, it's fake, even though it's not, and I'm the
4: yeah, real Yeah, I, well, it was funny, because my wife goes, Oh, he's the dude that, like, raped five kids on SU, SVU. <laughs> you
1: know that, uh, that's Jared Harris? That is uh, Richard Harris's son. Really? Yeah.
4: Huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, you learn something new every day. Yep. Yeah, because it was like, uh, that's how, like, when she's sitting there actually watching mo- movies that I put on. she would be like, oh, that dude played, uh, a, he played a child rapist in season nine, episode five. <laughs> And it's just like, okay. Aren't you know they, they all child rapists on those SBU shows? <laughs> That's what I always say to her. I'm like, it's bullshit it's like, that. like did any of them not get raped?
1: <laughs> either either there's <laughs> some heavy duty, hardcore group raping going on, or everything's just covered in jizz.
4: <laughs> but, like, I, I knew you liked Poltergeist, and I finally got to see it, and it was just, I'm not going to be one of those people that hate yeah. it. it. It just, there, it, it, it was good, it, like I said, it exists. Was it necessary? No, it wasn't. No, but I, yes, I, I, right. I I, always knew there was going to be another poltergeist is what it came down to. But I, like I said, I just feel like the trailers were very misleading. Uh, when I, If I'm going to say anything about it, I feel they're very misleading. But like that dude you brought up, I thought he did a great job in replacing in
1: everything. Yeah,
4: he, I thought he did a great job in replacing the little old lady from the original. Zelda so Rubenstein. <laughs> yeah, I thought I he think was that's good. That's
1: name, right?
4: Yeah. I thought he was good. It just like I said, I I agree with you. When it first came out, they should have maybe had like a Craig T. Nelson cameo or no. See, Sam
1: Rockwell was great in that. Sam Rockwell's great in every movie.
4: Well, I'm just saying, I think they should have had some kind of, should have had some kind of like cameo or something. And I just it would have made sense, but whatever. Moving on to, I'm gonna say it right now. One of the be- this is gonna be in my top five no matter what for 2016. Uh, one of the best movies of the year, Final Girls.
1: I was gonna watch that and I didn't,
4: dude. I watched dude,
1: something better though,
4: and <laughs> okay. I doubt it very highly.
1: I'll talk about it later.
4: I was gonna, I doubt it very highly. Final Girls, I would have loved – the. we should have done Final Girls for the show. That's. It's just – it's awesome. It is – at least two or three times I laughed so hard I had tears coming out of my eyes. Because
1: uh, it, I like that.
4: Yeah, it literally – it is about slasher films. I'll tell you a little bit about it, uh, but try not to ruin it for you because since you haven't seen it, I want you to see it. But the whole point to the film is, uh, basically this college girl, it's three years after her mom's death. Her mom is best known for being in Camp Bloodbath 1 and 2. Uh, the girl's best friend has a brother who works at a theater. They're having, like, this special Camp Bloodbath 1 and 2, and he wants to have a Q&A about it, and basically it's all like, it's like us going to see these movies. And he, he find he knows, his, best fr- his uh, sister's best friend is the daughter of the woman who was in the movie and had this tr- tragic accident three years ago. Bless you.
1: God damn, I'm exploding over here.
4: <clears throat> and basically just wants her to show up and talk about like her mom. Basically, what was she like outside of the movies? And she's. Regretting going, but like, there's this dude she likes that shows up, and her best friend talks her into, like, just going, we're going to have a good time. Well, next thing you know, uh, the place goes into a blaze because people are drinking pure grain. Somebody lights a cigar, drops, poof, goes up in flames.
1: Because, uh, Lanyard Gates, that's because. (laughs) Yeah, in the movie,
4: and you're off the bat, you're going to say, Ah uh, this reminds me of popcorn, this reminds me of midnight movie. Yes it does. But it will remind you of Friday the 13th, the most and any any mid 80s slasher film that has a camp. And that is the point because during the fire they can't escape and the one dude says there's an exit behind the screen. So as the movie's going, they cut a hole in the screen, they go through the hole, and all of a sudden, they're in movie world of 1986 Camp Bloodbath. And they don't realize it until the beginning, like the van passes them like three different times, it shows it, and it just keeps going. 92 minutes later and they're sitting there talking like and they see the same van come down the same lines are said that they just seen in the movie and they realize what's going on and that's like the theme of the movie now they're stuck in camp bloodbath world and literally it pokes fun at everything about 80 slasher films anytime someone's kissing or about to get naked the killer shows up. Uh, and can't be killed and just they're waiting for the final girl to show up and <laughs> when they finally reveal to the campers and this is the last thing I'm going to say about it, so you'll watch it when they finally reveal to the campers like who they are because they're like you're not on the camp counselor list <laughs> and, and, and the final girl panics and takes off and, and wrecks into a post dude from uh, oh what's that fucking movie and I Or a show on Comedy Central, and I forget, and I love just them in general, but the three dudes in the office constantly slacking.
1: Workaholics?
4: Yes. Yes. One of the dudes is in this, and all he's doing the whole time is trying to bang everybody in the movie. And he has this big thing about He's like, it just – just wanting everybody to see a schlong, and it's just (laughs) – funny shit but he runs away with the final girl they reckon to this post or teeth or whatever totem it is at the beginning of the camp he goes flying out of the windshield and everybody's staring at the car and they're like oh my god great maybe we should just check and see if the final girl is dead or she's only injured and they stare at the car for like three seconds and then finally it goes when the one dude goes yep that happens every time. It's it's just like, stuff like that, it was just, it pokes fun the whole way, but in a good way.
1: I know it came highly recommended from you and Rick, so...
4: Yeah, dude, I cannot say enough good things. This is a movie I will rewatch a few times over. This is going to be one I come back to on a regular basis. That's all, I'm not going to say more of it. I even tried to not say too much in my review of it this past week, because it's that good of a fucking movie. It, this, I wish I would have seen it for 2015, because this would have been... Uh, I think this I would have put this ahead of Deathgasm. That is how Ooh, much I like Final
1: That's a race. bold yes. statement.
4: Yes, that is how much wow. I love this movie. This movie, because I'm sitting there, and the wife's watching it with me. I was like, I don't care what you say. This is everything I loved about those movies. And I still love about them today. And as I said in the review, it's literally a slasher fans wet dream. That that is the whole entire movie. It just you need to watch it, dude. Next up, Manslin Manson Family Vacation. Skip it.
1: <laughs> I wondered what that was. It just kept I had I didn't have any desire to watch it, but it just Don't. kept all the all the websites and stuff I go to it just kept popping up over and over man it's, it's
4: one of those movies it thinks it's funny not it's it, not it it's not it tries to be a little too smart and it just i was i want my 90 minutes back mm. i just uh no no i it's poorly executed um that's i'm going to leave it at that uh the editor I've been wanting to see this, too. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, if, you, uh, if you're a fan of Manborg.
1: I am. It's the same dudes.
4: Yes, if you're a fan of Father's Day.
1: Mm-hmm. Same guys.
4: Same guys.
1: I believe they're all from Dayton, which is around yeah, me. Yeah, so.
4: they basically mashed those movies up and set it in, like, 1980 Italy. And it basically, it's about this famous editor who's not so famous because he somehow got in a horrible accident where he lost four fingers off his right hand and now is an editor of shitty Italian films. And basically everybody is dropping dead on the project he's the editor for. And it is, as I put it, it is beautifully absurd. (laughs) It just is the best way to describe it. I want to see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah definitely want to see it. Now, moving on to something apparently I pissed a couple people off because I didn't give it four stars. Spring. <laughs>
1: uh, this is one that uh, I'm just like, I'll watch this, too. I'm behind. Like, so much shit I'm behind on.
4: Well, that's why I've been trying to make up. I started this week every day. Even though I was working long hours, I come home, I put something on, and that's what I was watching. Yeah. Uh, that's all i've been doing in this weekend that's all i was doing again uh spring uh the basically just to summarize it if you like a lovecraft love story Mm, crimson peak right that counts uh it's in the other direction of that
1: okay because i liked crimson peak
4: yeah this is more cthulhu possibly if there's a good thing i'm going to say about this movie uh, whoever decided to like, just like do a wide shot and shoot the scenery while there's dialogue being said, b- director of photography sh- deserves an Oscar. Okay, it, it just it, it basically knew they were shooting in Italy and decided, hey, I'm gonna shoot Italy and not the actors. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, 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 it it's absolutely beautiful. I mean, just where they set up the actors and everything else. I'm just gonna say the director of photographer was just he was awesome. That person was great. The movie, I, I personally, it's close to two hours long, Ooh. and I kept waiting for something to happen. You know well,
1: what I mean? that's that's yeah
4: you don't you can't it, it, it's it's decent movie, decent subject matter. I was into it, but when it was over, I was kind of like, eh. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. Mold. Another awesome movie that we were just talking about uh, before the show. A great independent movie where the military decides, hey, we're going to put these people in somewhere in a desert in Arizona, and they're going to come up with a new strain of mold spores that can basically kill everyone. And they do, and they end up getting trapped because a congressman – Ends up getting mold spores on his dick, which apparently somebody sabotaged his suit. And now uh, somebody else in the dark part of the government is basically saying, hey, now Yins are part of a bigger experiment. And they try to figure out how they are going to get out of this. And basically every other scene is like a 55-gallon drum of green goo, blood, and splatter effects. And it's just awesome. Body parts go everywhere, and it just... People, their eyes burning out of their head because they're trying to get this controlling agent thinking it's going to work. It's just just a weird – but it, it is set in 1984. And they keep hmm. – Ronald like clips of Ronald Reagan come up, and there's Ronald Reagan posters everywhere. So did a really good job. Fun stuff. White Phantom, we're going to get into that in a little bit. Uh, your Br- very British movie, we're going to talk about that too. <laughs> yep. Uh also, I watched President Wolfman.
1: Let's hear about it. I want to hear about President Wolfman.
4: First off, President Wolfman is nothing like WolfCop. Threw okay. me for a loop because I went in this just knowing the title, dead cold, wanted to watch this movie. And apparently, this movie is from all re-edited footage from Public Domain Films uh, re-recorded voiceovers, uh, you name it, it is in this. But they basically, it looks like they found a, the guy, Dean Stockwell, I believe his name is from Quantum Leap. Mm-hmm. He, I guess, did a bad 70s werewolf movie at some point in his career. And basically that's where most of the footage is ripped out of. And he, he is the president of the United States, and his name is John Wolfman. John Wolfman. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, John Wolfman lets everybody roll doobies and snort coke in the White House.
1: <laughs> uh, the, I, he's got my vote. John Wolfman for president.
4: And the Chinese are trying to take over America. And, <laughs> and if he signs off on a bill, apparently he will have his own skyscraper in New York.
1: The Wolfman, Wolfman skyscraper.
4: Yes, and when it happens, he decides to finally spend time with his son, and they are out on a camping trip, and a diseased coyote attacks him, and he's in the hospital, and <laughs> the Doctor just goes, which is hilarious. He goes, um, "I'm releasing you from the hospital. Oh, also, you're a werewolf." And <laughs> It just goes from there, and the next day or night or whatever, basically he just starts eating people all around Washington, D.C. Then at some point he decides to get surgery. He becomes a hippie, and then he becomes a werewolf again, and they try to vote him out. of They impeach him so he can't stop China from buying out America, and Wolfman just keeps eating everyone. It just – and it shows the government – trying to uh split him and his son and his, his son's running away and basically telling his son that his, that his dad is a werewolf and is trying to eat him and they're telling the public that they actually have a real werewolf in office it just it is absurd it's fucking awesome <laughs> it is it is it is it is so funny I just, I couldn't stop laughing at it, but I'll get, the, the accomplishment isn't the movie itself. The accomplishment, I have to give it to Mike Davis, who is the filmmaker and writer, along with his crew, to sit down and re-edit, uh, a, not only this movie, but just re-edit other public domain films into this, and do all the voiceover work. Because as you watch the credits, there's like five or six people do seven different voices, and just to go through that and make it coherent, I give you credit. You made a good movie, and it's it. It was picked up by Wild Eye releasing, which means this was an independent release. These oh. these guys independently did this. This wasn't this wasn't seeing any Hollywood dollars, which I have to give them credit. They did one hell of a job. More power to them. I, I, I definitely going to rewatch this. Do I like it as much as Wolf Cop? No.
1: It sounds like a different thing, though.
4: Yes, it's a very different thing, and that's why I try to say i got to give them all the credit in the world. It was a lot of fun watching it. Uh, next up, Lumberjack Man.
1: What the fuck?
4: <laughs> Apparently, this was the After Dark Horror Fest entry this past year. That's still going on? Yes. Uh, I say that every time these movies pop up out of nowhere. Uh, apparently, Michael Madsen plays a...
1: Oh, Michael Madsen's in this? You're shitting me.
4: He plays a doctor who's trying to warn everybody at a church camp that everyone's going to die. Hold
1: on, hold on, hold on.
4: <laughs> Michael Madsen yep. is
1: a doctor Yes. At a church camp. Yes, Sounds completely unbelievable.
4: It is and quite horrible. It's one person put it on there. Already put on my page. I was wondering when you were gonna get to this turd. (laughs) (laughs) That was the quote for the comment that somebody left on my Facebook page today. (laughs) I was like, best comment ever. Um, and apparently, uh, lumberjack man is uh, a thing, a demon that comes back every 30 years in big timber woods and kills everybody and puts them on his pancakes.
1: Okay, yeah, that's sounds... Or
4: as the they thing. like to say, his flapjacks. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> you ready for the topper? Sure. I um, don't know
1: if he could beat Michael Madsen playing a fucking dog. Oh, no, just wait. Bible camp.
4: Um, You could kill the demon with maple syrup.
1: Is this movie Canadian? <laughs>
4: this movie is stupid, is what it is, dude.
1: Oh, man, it sounds pretty dumb. It, it It just...
4: It sounds like, on paper, this could be funny. <laughs> but as the movie was going on, I'm just like, really? I'm just like, I'm, I'm, this is one of those movies, I keep checking the running time, and I was like, you're running that fucking long on this stupid-ass idea. <laughs> It's like this movie should have been seventy minutes top. Not a hundred and five or a hundred and three, something like that. Damn. I was like, you are killing me here. I will give I will give it <laughs> thumbs up. I mean, the first half of the movie, everybody's either banging each other or there's boobs everywhere. So okay. they knew they knew the movie was bad. But when it's down to the cook, Michael Matson is the doctor and the final girl. The cook and Michael Matson are sitting outside the cabin and the final girl finds the 55-gallon drum of maple syrup. Michael Madsen just starts yelling, you got to get naked. You got to put it all over your body. It's the only way. This sounds dumb as hell. <laughs> it's laughing, but yes, it's... It might win Dumbest Movie of the Year for 2016. Anyhow, moving on. I uh, watched I Saw the Devil, finally. And all's I got to say. uh, Dude goes fucking batshit nuts. Just got an email from Joe. He says he'll be there in 20 minutes. Okay, so Joe is coming on tonight. <laughs> okay, he'll, 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 he'll talk about his movie, and he'll talk about Horror Realm. That's yeah. fine. Uh, but, yeah. Dude just goes batshit crazy. I loved it. Somebody kills his wife, serial killer, and he goes fucking berserk and just keeps torturing the dude. And the dude escapes and tortures him back. Good movie. Uh, Next movie, I'm about halfway through it. I'm going to finish it up before I go to bed tonight. It's called House, not 1986 version. But,
1: oh, you're talking about the one that's
4: like got uh Mosley, Mosley, Madsen, Madsen, Lou Temple, Leslie fucking, Easterbrook. It's a fucking good movie, man. Um, if you say so.
1: I like it. <laughs> I I fucking like. It. I saw that about two three years ago. It's been out there for a while.
4: Yeah, it's okay. I just I don't know if I'm just like <laughs> just burned out after Lumberjack, man, or what, but. <laughs> House is okay. It seems okay. I'm about halfway through it, so we'll see. But anyhow, did, that's what I've watched.
1: did not Jeffrey you, Combs show up in that?
4: No. No, he does not. I knew this this is though. the one where two couples are stranded yeah. in a fine like, a hotel bed and breakfast thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and all the Devil's Rejects are there.
4: Yeah. yeah. Basically, somebody said, hey, you did Devil Reject? Come on. I had another movie for you.
1: Okay. What did I watch? I wish Joe was here to talk about this. <laughs> oh God damn it! Come here, come here, phone. I had to get up three times during this podcast to find you. I watched. Well, let's get. Let's talk about this one first, because uh, the difference between part one and part two of this movie is amazing.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, I, I don't understand. I've never understand the hate for Conan the Destroyer.
4: I, it's not so much, I'll say this, it's not so much I hate it as much it it shouldn't have been the sequel to one of the best fucking fantasy sword movies ever. It just, it's funny, I enjoyed it as a kid, but it could have been so much better.
1: Uh, I love it. I, I I will grant anyone who says, yeah, this fucking, compared to the first one, yeah, it's night and day. But still, mm-hmm. man, Grace Jones, uh, Nicholson's buddy, what's his fuck? Uh, fuck is that guy's Will name? Will Chamberlain. Man? Yeah, Will Chamberlain, who is like a human. Like, they had a human. When Will Chamberlain was born, let's say this Will Chamberlain was born, he grew up, banged 147 chicks, and it's like they fucking took a normal sized human and stretched him to seven feet. That, <laughs> that man is a fucking specimen that is he's just an impressive specimen of a human being and you can't really tell until he stands by Schwarzenegger he's got a foot on arnie
4: oh yeah yeah
1: oh man and and he's he's got the the wig they got him wearing in that movie is unfucking believable (laughs) he has just got an afro down the middle of his back that's just glorious and even when he goes to fight the wizard they jump in the water he still doesn't lose the afro (laughs) Zorafro still stays. It absorbs water like a fucking sponge, but I think Conan the Destroyer is great. I think it's a good sequel, That I think they took uh, the Conan character, they made the first movie, uh, uh, like, strictly an adult movie, but then they were like, you know, the 80s came around, and then I know the first movie was made in the 80s, but the 80s were like, hey, let's make Robocop this ultra-fucking-violent movie that's completely hard R-rated. But you know what? We're going to make it for kids. And kids are going to love it. And we're going to have a RoboCop cartoon, and it's going to be great. I think it's one of those. And Grace Jones is awesome in it. I love, I love uh, Joe's boy, Mako, the wizard, mm-hmm. that teaches <clears throat> you how to open doors. Mako,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I do like him.
1: Or you just have to fucking smack your hands together and grunt and go, and the doors will open. I try to do that all the time in real life. It's never worked. I, I love that movie, and it gets real goddamn gory at the end. When he fights that god, or whatever it is.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That, yeah, like a creature or whatever yeah, it becomes. Yeah, stick that fucking horn in that statue, and it becomes like an awesome fucking kick-ass creature. Yeah, and it's supposed to eat the chick, because she's a virgin.
1: Yeah, it's a fucking great-ass goddamn movie. I think everybody's wrong. Everyone is wrong when they talk about Conan. Hey,
4: you know what? I I won't badmouth you for liking that movie. It just, for me, like I said, I have always been of, I'm more. It is
1: the lesser Conan. Yeah. For sure. But I love it. I watched that. uh, That's (coughs) one movie. I'll just always, Uh, I will always stand up for that. I watched uh, Taxi Driver. Probably the best 70s movie ever.
4: I I could see your argument. Uh,
1: That movie is about nothing, but I could watch De Niro slowly go insane like for a long
4: fucking time. I mean, there's a bunch of 70s movies that argument can be made for, but I mean,
1: The Godfather. You're not
4: wrong. Yeah, put it that way. You're not wrong. Right. I I don't think there's a real wrong answer unless you pick out something totally stupid.
1: So let's talk about watch of the week. Watch of the week went to the point break remake. (laughs) You want to see a movie that is so fucking bad yet. So like entertaining in, in the notion of like, I can't believe this got through the script process. I can't believe these stunts are pretty much real. I can't believe uh, people wrote words and these people said them because it's so bad. I don't think anybody involved with this movie ever saw the original. <laughs> um, this movie is a remake, sort of, in the fact that you've got the Johnny Utah character in the first part. In this one, he's not a uh, college football player. This one, he is an extreme, um, like, dirt bike rider guy. Mm-hmm. And the first scene is him uh, on top of this mountain, and he is got his buddy, and they're going to do this stunt where he goes down the tops of this really narrow mountain, and he jumps to another mountain, and his buddy doesn't make it. So Johnny Utah goes off the edge and decides... Presto, seven years go by, and he's in the CIA, or the FBI, I think. I don't know. Literally nothing <laughs>
3: just shows
1: up at the FBI. So they're on the trail of Brody and his three, four cronies and this chick that are sponsored. They're like these, they call them polyathletes. I don't know what, there is, what, what that even fucking means, but uh, they're not Robin banks in this one. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they're doing but they're on the trail of this thing this guy created called the Osaka 8 and the Osaka 8 are all these fucking like physically extremely hard challenges like uh, the first one is they go out into the middle of the ocean where this uh, where these underground mountains are that cause these big huge waves to come and they surf these waves and then Brody gets into them It's, this movie is fucking ridiculous. They They don the, uh, you know, those flying squirrel suits.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen. They do, they do
1: that. They, uh, climb Angel Falls in, in South America, free handed, with no backup. At one point, they do lose their sponsor, so they have to rob a bank. But they're not bank robbers in this. But they took this movie and they said, yeah, uh, you know, fast and the furious is crazy in a fun sense. We're just going to do that with this, mm-hmm. but we're going to forget that uh, this movie supposed to be fun and we're going to take everything so serious. And everybody, I swear at any second, the, the guy that plays Brody and the guy that plays uh, the Johnny Utah character, I swear they were going to make out. And then every other fucking scene in this movie is like a fucking shampoo commercial. Because the hairdos on these guys, like they get to the top of the falls and I expected the camera to pan out, them to look lovingly at each other, make out, stop, look at the camera and hold up a Pantene fucking shampoo bottle. And then at the bottom it just said, Pantene, bing, like a fucking shampoo commercial. It's so, it's such a bad movie and an entertaining watch, kind of like the Fast and the Furious 7, but not really, because those movies don't take themselves serious. But this one sure did. It was fucking hilarious. So funny. But that is all I watch, other than Blade 2. Which I like better than the first one. <laughs> Man, that point-break remake, there was a reason it-bomb for sure. Anyway, is Joe ready to come on here? Let me see. I didn't even check.
4: I was gonna say, I haven't gotten anything else from him, so all right, keep going.
1: Yeah, you let me know. Um, well, do you want to do questions, or do you want to go on with my experiment?
4: Go on with your experiment. Please experiment. explain this.
1: Okay. This experiment has a name. It's called the Ghostbusters Reaction <clears throat> Debacle. Anyway.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, I don't know. It's It may be the first... Um, I don't know. It may be the first trailer that dropped. Maybe the... The second, but I'm, I'm, it, it's, uh, fuck, dude. Like, YouTube reaction videos, dumbest shit in the fucking world. Yes. It's it just, the, that and unboxing videos are completely self-servient, pointless, fucking, a, a bunch of dumb bullshit. And I watched, the, I watched. But Ghost people
4: watch them. That's I don't the under,
1: I have no fucking idea why.
4: I'm just telling you, people watch them.
1: Oh, for sure. But, like, I don't know why every fucking reaction video to the fucking Ghostbusters trailer is the exact same. There are a couple of them out there that, like, hey, I think this looks okay. I'm not going to judge. You know, every single one's the same. They watch the video. They make their, their YouTuber snide comments. Well, that's not... That's not how it's supposed to be. Oh, you're ruining it. And then the trailer is over. The hands go to the eyes. Then they go to the fucking forehead. Like they fake like they have a headache. And then they go, oh, Jesus Christ. What the fuck? This Ghostbusters movie is done for before before it even comes out. Would you agree? Like nobody's willing to like give this movie a chance.
4: Oh, no. Yeah. Well, there you have. Okay. I was going to say, and this is why I'm not pay- trying to not pay attention to it, but there is a bunch of people who are like, trying to give it a chance because it's supposedly female empowerment just because uh, it's all female cast. Right. But then, too, you got people that are upset that it is all female cast of Ghostbusters, a movie that we all loved uh, when we were kids.
1: I liked it. I I, I'm, I don't have that super huge you know, level of love that some people do. Yeah. Just like the Back to the Future crowd. Those movies are great, but just
4: not. Uh, I, I love Ghostbusters, but I'm, yeah. I I just, I, again, like we were talking about Poltergeist, I'm surprised it's taken this long for that to get remade. Re- or even get a sequel.
1: I don't think it's a, re- I don't know what it is, but.
4: Hold on, I, T-shirt Joe says he's home, so you could keep talking and we'll okay. get him on. I,
1: I think this trailer is completely fine. I don't have any problem with them being women at all. Uh, I will give the criticism that Melissa McCarthy is a one-joke pony because she is. Um, I think this it, it looks okay, and these people are just cutting its throat before they even have the chance to get it, and just it's all a bunch of hypocritical fucking nonsense. So my fucking experiment was: let me open it up. I was going to call them hypocrites, and I have heard. Uh, YouTube is the worst bunch of commenters in the world. And I wanted to get trolled by these guys to see what they would say. So I picked two channels. Uh, the first one is a really popular channel. Uh, it's the angry Joe show. Mm -hmm. And this is what I commented. I said, I think it's pretty hypocritical to rant and rave on a trailer to a movie. You haven't even been released yet for Christ's sakes. It's a trailer. Um, I feel like you guys are just killing this movie before it even has the chance to hit the theaters. <clears throat> but I'll be happy to see you all at the theater, uh, because you know you're all going to be there. Yep. And I wanted to get trolled by these guys, and indeed I did! So would you like to hear the fucking trolls for the first channel?
4: Yes, because cause I was going to say, what you're talking about, the Ghostbusters thing, mm-hmm. goes into my Spider-Man Civil War thing that i seen today.
1: Okay, so... The first, this one only got a, one real one besides, like, the shut the fuck up, you're gay, go kill yourself type of shit. This <laughs> one is from, um, uh, Necrotic Reaper. So, this might be death. He says, I think you should learn what hypocritical means. A trailer is a representation to the movie to judge if you want to see it or not. So, no, it's not fair to judge it. Okay. I know I was seeing Star Trek Beyond and Jason Bourne and not this. So, uh, yeah, thanks for making my point for me, necrotic reaper. It isn't fair for you to judge this for besides for just seeing the trailer. So, uh, way to go.
4: I'm liking Uh, this segment.
1: (laughs) Yeah. This guy, this guy, the croaker says I should fall on a knife. Um, let's see some other ones. Uh, I don't know what this guy Dorito Cheetah has to say because it's in a different language. Isn't there
4: like a C translation thing?
1: Yeah, but they don't work. It's Google. Clayton Bixby.
0: Clayton Bixby.
1: It says, Are you crazy? This movie looks like complete shit. I won't ever even rent it at Redbox. Uh, I'm going to call fucking horse shit on that, sir. But yeah, there's some trolls from the Angry Joe show. So let's flip to my other one. And that Angry Joe, he's pretty popular. That view has got over 1.6 million views. Okay. Of a guy complaining about something that's not even out. So this one, this guy, okay. I had to, I had to fucking get this guy. Okay. This is from Stormtrooper Marks' channel.
4: Oh Jesus.
1: And uh, this I'm... guy um
4: the name already.
1: Mm, he looks like he looks exactly like our buddy Crater. Okay. <laughs> it, it, just put that I mean it's not he looks like our buddy Crater. He's got the glasses. He's wearing a stormtrooper hat with, you know, uh, I don't understand the younger generation's lack of knowing how hats work. Like, let's let's buy a hat and just put it on. No, you got to fold the fucking brims. Get folded, man. You look like a fucking dipshit when you don't, like, mold the hat, you know? Uh, Breaking news. A little askew. Okay, go. Uh,
4: Apparently, uh, there's some racist shit going on. as t-shirt Joe is blocked by Kyle.
1: I am not blocking. Teachers, what are you talking about?
4: <laughs> that is not the information I'm getting.
1: Hold on. Okay, we're gonna get it from the fucking horse's mouth here. Hello! What's this <laughs> shit? I'm in the middle of a fucking Ghostbusters hate segment. Hate? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to counteract the hate t shirt, Joe.
4: I told him, Joe, he was racist and then he got upset.
1: I'm not racist. I, I'm, I'm talking about the trollers that are trolling me on. I'm trolling the trollers of YouTube.
5: Now, is there a black woman Ghostbuster? Yes. They do have that? Okay. Yes. Yeah. They should have made them all black and then one white if they want to like go for more diversity. That's I don't really... know. I don't know who that black chick is, but I think
1: she she's from Saturday Night lines. Live.
5: Is she? Yes. Okay,
1: that's the only thing I know about her. But yeah, uh, this is our new segment T-shirt, Joe. <laughs> I'm. I'm what the Ghostbuster the... support line? No. <laughs> all the Ghostbusters uh, trailer. I'm trolling the uh, trailer reaction people to the new Ghostbusters trailer. Uh, one guy told me I should fall on a knife. The other guy uh, told me I didn't know what hypocritical means and then proceeded to give me the definition of what I just did. It was not hypocritical. Thank you, sir. But this is uh, Stormtrooper Mark's channel.
4: <laughs> See, Joe thinks it's funny, too. Just staring at uh, uh,
1: Okay. Th- here's another one. This guy, this guy responds to my same uh, thing I posted here. That says, you know, it's hit pretty hypocritical. Jesus Marimba says, the black woman is a transsexual, the fat is Piggy the Muppet, and the blonde is a lesbian feminist. (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) but... Okay. (laughs) Clearly, I don't know. But We were just talking T-shirt, Joe. The hit is out on this new Ghostbusters trailer, or this new Ghostbusters film. It's getting fucking destroyed before it even... It's the theaters. What does T-Shirt Joe
5: think? Uh, I probably won't go see it, not because it's a remake or not because it's women. It's just like I don't really have an interest. You know, I think the thank you uh, original movies are cool, but I don't think they're all that great. You know, I don't think they're the, the greatest movies ever made. There's some funny shit in there. And, you know, but it. I think those movies were really a product of their time. I don't know that this shit's going to resonate with, uh, with Younger. Yeah viewers wow. you know it's just going to be the angry people that go watch it oh i hate this but that's I'm exactly watch what it i said yeah that's i it. hate I'll... this
4: i'm still going to give my 1350 yeah. for it
5: i look yeah. forward to all these people talking shit about it i'll see you at the theater everybody <laughs> exactly that's the way it always is man Yep.
4: now i, I was going to say in the same vein since you got his opinion on that because mm-hmm. this leads into what i was going to say joe what do you think of Spider-Man in Civil War? Reason I bring this up, A, I thought he looked fucking pretty damn cool. <laughs> B, the Is there over- a
5: difference? He looks completely the same to me. He what looks percent. like
4: seventy Spider-Man.
5: But um, Again, my main interest in watching that movie is the Black Panther. Uh, I doubt they're going to give him any speaking lines or anything, but... Uh, Really cool fucking character that I like. He, his costume looks cool. Spider Man, he's he's essential to that story. He's a big big part of that story. But they would really have to make a uh, a Spider Man movie to yeah. show all the shit with him and Iron Man and all that. And I have no idea where they're going with all that.
4: That's I was gonna. You brought up the you took it away. That's what I've wondered because I've I not as. Uh, Versed in the comic books as you, but I knew there was more of like Spider Man's supposed to have a bigger role in this, and it's like I'm getting that feeling like, hey, he might have 10 pound shit in a 5 pound bag right now. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. and it's like, I'm curious about the Black Panther. I, I just, I'm curious about some of these characters, period. But when I seen Spider Man and I seen the overreaction to Spider Man, I just started busting out laughing because it's like I knew Kyle was already going to be talking about Ghostbusters and this fits right into that. I like the way Spider Man looks, but everybody's having a shit fit. But yeah, I just I right now my biggest worry is it just looks like they're introducing way too many people. It's that, just two new dudes, Black it, Panther
1: it, and Spider Man, right?
4: I, I, but I'm with Joe on this. I think there's just got to be more to it than them just showing up.
1: Well, the the fucking Civil War storyline pretty much encompassed, like, an assload of fucking Marvel characters. I don't think you can have a movie with, like, 300 Marvel characters, right? I would love it, but...
5: Looks like what the, that's what they're trying to do. Yes. Um, I'll tell you this, man. The, the Civil War comics, they didn't really do a whole lot for me. In fact, they, they kind of fucked a lot of shit up that they had to go and, and fix somehow, and I don't know that they fixed everything. You know, uh, Spider-Man's identity was revealed to the public, which that's not a big deal in the movies because he never wears this fucking mask. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, it,
5: you know, there was a lot of shit after Civil War. Captain America was supposed to go on trial. He gets killed. Uh, Norman Osborn becomes president or some shit. I like that. Tony Stark becomes uh, head of S.H.I.E.L.D., and he never wears this helmet either. Uh, I don't know. I, I have no idea where they're going with it and if it's just going to be a clusterfuck and they're going to have to restart everything over again like pretty much as they've had to do in the comics several, several times.
1: Yeah, but they're not the only... DC has done that too. Marvel's not yeah. to no, 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 the only No, no, They're all
5: guilty of that yeah. shit. It's just... I mean, I'd, I've got no real excitement for it because I didn't think the comic was all that good. <laughs> mm. I'll go see Civil War if it's got me interested.
4: Yeah, I would like to see it too, but I'm wondering if this is going to be where I get disappointed.
1: <laughs> I could give two shits if it looks like 70s Spider Man. Good. I, I
4: love 70s Spider Man. God <laughs> damn it.
1: But, T-Shirt Joe, let's just start again. What did you watch this week, sir? And what did you take home from Horror Realm?
5: Oh, Horror Realm. Man, I don't know how many movies I got from, uh, from out of print, Dan. uh... <laughs> I, I forgot what they were. I know he brought me the the Frankenstein movie. Yeah, yeah. That that I'd been after, and just some <laughs> other weird shit. It's Just like whatever rollerblade, copy a rollerblade. Yes, he didn't need that. God damn it.
4: <laughs> yes, he does. Joe, you're on your way to go down the wormhole that I went to. So and should
5: I put on rollerblades and like, you know, just blade around the couch while I'm watching it?
4: Wait until you see the desert scene.
5: Nobody's rollerblading
1: in the desert. In one scene,
4: girls are wearing rollerblades, and in the next scene, they're gone. It keeps going back and forth as they're fighting.
5: It's got a great fucking cover on that thing. Oh, yeah, it does. It kind of
4: looks like uh, the old Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers cover.
5: Yeah, it looks like a rollerblading rape revenge movie.
4: Yes, and that's what uh, Rollerblade Warriors Taken by Force, (laughs) the sequel to Rollerblade, is all about.
1: Don't
5: encourage anyone to watch the series of movies, Jim. I'm looking forward to watching that. Joe, oh, no. j- Shit. J-
4: I don't want to ruin it for you, but I'm going to let you in on something. In 1996, about the seventh movie, it's called Roller Gator.
5: Roller Gator, yeah, I've heard you talk about this, yeah.
4: <laughs> it stars Joe Estevez.
5: Oh, that's quality. Already. And I
4: think they shot in a carnival that, uh, no one else knew they were shooting at.
5: <laughs> I'm sold. I'm sold yes. on us. Yes!
4: I own all these movies. <laughs> I love them.
1: I feel like we you should just come. bury those in your basement, and not we let anybody else have a
5: box set.
4: Yeah, or that.
1: Where are you at, Scream
5: Factory? <laughs> and yeah, Joe, but not everything else. Why not?
4: Joe, and the random fact about these movies is the guy Donald G. Jackson, I believe his name is, uh, He was the guy that directed Hell Comes to Frogtown with Roddy Piper. Oh, you see? Yep.
5: Yeah, he's good.
4: Learn something every
5: day. I watched Big Eyes, uh, the Tim Burton movie about the artist that uh, drew children with big eyes, and her husband took all Mm -hmm. the credit for it for years.
1: I think you are the only ones who watched that, Joe.
5: Oh, I didn't want to watch it because Tim Burton was involved, and he's not done anything of merit in quite a while. But this this reminds me the dude has some talent when he's not, you know, just cashing checks for Disney or whatever.
4: Yeah, that movie seemed to disappear quickly too. Like,
5: yeah, nobody, nobody... wants to see that shit. It's like give us more Alice in Wonderland or whatever.
4: You know? <laughs> you're getting it. Yeah.
5: yeah, you're getting it. So I guess like they threw him a bone, you know, said here, go ahead and do something you want to do. And it worked, man. This is a really good movie. It's well acted. Uh, even Danny Elfman, who I've, I've hated all his scores for about the past ten years, he like steps it up and and has a pretty good score along with this movie. So. Christoph Waltz is not annoying in it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I watched a movie last night or the night before called The Loved Ones that I hadn't even heard about. Australian. Australian, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it is really fucking great. And I can't talk too much about it because there's, you know, you say anything, it just pretty much gives it away for the people that haven't seen it. But it's very tense. It's got some funny moments. It's uh, got some outstanding gore it's got some some really good special effect work and it is not what i expected at all i expected another like teen kind of horror thing and that's what you would get from looking at like the the cover the photos that or even the the description of it but it's much more man it, it's i'm very impressed with it anybody that hadn't seen it uh I think I saw it on one of these weird Roku channels that I don't I don't remember the name of, Cryptic or fright something. I don't hmm. know. Have you seen and, that one, Tim?
4: No, I have not.
5: Fucking good. Yeah, I recommend it, Tim.
4: Okay, cool.
5: Cool. Then I saw the animated adaptation of The Dark Knight Returns. And didn't really care for it all that much. Uh some of the some of the stuff that's missing is uh Bruce Wayne's internal monologue where he's just talking about what he's thinking, you know, just like, you know, just what's going through his head. I think that's really a big part of what made the comic book work. Uh, it's also missing. And I understand why they took these out there. It's missing Ronald Reagan, Dr. Ruth and David Letterman. And, Mm. uh, so we don't get to see Dr. Ruth get, uh, the poison gas from the Joker that makes her like, just go all crazy and shit. Mm. Uh, but it's got some it's got some good stuff in it. it. It's all right. The music in it is really really good. I guess uh, people have told me like how great it is and how great these adaptations are, and ah, they're okay. I'm I'm not sold on them. I'll just stick with the comic, which I guess I should do on everything.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say you miles just do that with everything now.
5: Yeah. But that's it. That's that's pretty much what I've had time to watch. I was hoping to go see the Cloverfield Lane movie and just couldn't find time.
1: I got in trouble for that today.
5: For watching it?
1: No, I, no. I told Josh. I told Josh I was going to go. I was like, dude, let's go see it. We'll go see the earliest show. And I, I fucking fell asleep.
4: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Josh, was, uh, Josh was on Facebook very angry. Yeah, he was
1: mad. <laughs> We're going next week, though. What well, today's,
5: like, just such a clusterfuck of a day. Man. Yeah, you
1: lose the hour. It fucks you all up.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I woke up late, and then I'm, I'm piddling around doing my usual Sunday thing, and, you know, I'm not adjusted to the sun. I'm thinking I have plenty of time to do this shit, that shit. And it's like, oh, fuck, it's already 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I'm like racing to to finish up what I'm doing. And, and of course, when you start racing stuff, you start fucking things up and just setting yourself back, which is that was my day. Just a series of fuck ups.
4: <laughs> Me too. Now, now saying that, uh, anything else you brought home from Horror Realm? Anything you want to say about Horror Realm, Joe? You were there. Horror
5: Realm's got- awesome, man. It was, it was a great time. Uh, I uh, thought on Monday that I was going to have a heart attack. I really did. I thought I I was so worn down and had drank so much and ate so much tremendous food. And, uh, it was just a blast, man. Had a great time. Got to see everybody out there, uh, that are my Facebook friends from Pittsburgh. Almost everybody. There was a few that couldn't show up or whatever. Uh, got some art from Ed Quinlan, got to sit by him. Uh, you guys got to see you guys hang out with you guys.
4: Yep. I wish we could have hung out more, man. That was yeah, no, it
5: was, it was cool. I mean... We already
4: just... re, we already covered seeing uh, shirtless T-shirt, Joe. Yeah. yeah.
5: yeah <laughs> you lost your superpowers. I did. <laughs> and, uh... Uh, fucking Runk, man. And his buddies, their costumes were badass. Yeah, oh, that
4: was, <laughs> that was the best. We didn't bring that up. That was the best thing of... Uh, really one of the best things of Horror Realm was them showing up as characters from but The so Road Warrior.
5: The yeah, it was great, man. And he just had, like, a whole bunch of little touches on his costume. Just like a wrench hanging here. You know, some binoculars. And, you know, and the glasses truly made the costume.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: I think Ed said, you know, he doesn't really look like like uh max with those glasses so yeah man it's on the deleted scenes if you you know haven't <laughs> seen those he throws on glasses every once in a while
4: uh, which i gotta laugh uh i didn't catch know if you caught it joe but his two friends that were with him forced him to watch the road warrior like two nights before horror realm
5: yeah he said he had never seen it <laughs>
4: <What>? <laughs>
5: <laughs> wow
4: yeah yeah, because they were talking to me, and it was just like it stunned me so much. They walked away because it was like, I don't know what to say to that.
1: How you you see the Road Warrior like <coughs> accidentally? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like on TBS when mm. you are nine, you
5: accidentally see it. That's weird.
4: And just a, him dressed up as it. I was like, holy crap!
5: Yeah, those costumes looked outstanding. All three of them, they looked great.
4: Yeah, especially were... the
5: Vernon Wells guy had the hair going on.
4: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I did ask him about the asshole's chaps, and he was telling me, he's like, I got them. He's like, I don't know if they would have let me in, though. I was like, okay. Uh,
5: I bought some artwork from, from some cat. It looks like, uh, like they're woodcuts. He had really, really good artwork, and he was just impressed to make a sale, not like buying a print. I bought original artwork from him, and he was just like, it made his day. You know, it, it kind of validated him as a as an artist. Like it inspired him to do more. It's like, fuck yeah, man, your shit's good. Yeah. And I think that's the the big drawback with prints, you know, like I understand why people have them. You know, you gotta sell something cheap. I mean not everybody can go in there and buy, you know, slam down whatever for a piece of original artwork. But I mean if you can, if you think something is that good, fucking you got the money, buy it. Support art that way.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, I was gonna say, but yeah, I was Prints seem to be the bread and butter these days of conventions for artists. The the prints, just like you said, they're cheap and people will buy them up.
5: Yeah, I wish I could make prints out of metal. I haven't <laughs> figured that shit out yet. Um, the the woman he was there with, I don't know if it was his wife, girlfriend, or just a friend, but she had like some stitch work that was really cool. And, I got uh, Lisa, some of that. Yeah, Lisa bought one that said, please don't do cocaine in the bathroom, (laughs) (laughs) which I think she's going to hang in the kids' bathroom.
4: Nice.
5: (laughs) And uh, then I got one that says, Hail Satan, which we're putting in just the regular bathroom. So it's hidden – or the bedroom bathroom, so it's hidden from her parents when they go over there because they (laughs) – her sister had seen a picture of me on Facebook with a pentagram on my head, and one of the big things she went – And told her parents is that I'm a Satan worshipper. Nice. I want
0: to kill everyone. Satan is good. Satan is our pal.
5: So Lisa had to go to explain, especially to her grandmother. It's like, no, he doesn't worship Satan. You know, it's like,
4: (laughs) how could you even say that?
5: (laughs) That was funny. It was just funny as shit. So it's like, whenever her sister shows up, I'm gonna be throwing the horns and you know, just doing (laughs) shit like that. I'll be getting mileage out of that for years. Hail Satan. Oh, yeah. He watches over
3: us From down below
0: His power and his glory darken Dark every, every dawn Oh, Satan, Satan prince of, of darkness,
5: darkness. You're, you're my
0: lord,
3: lord.
0: Hail Satan, you're my lord, lord. lord. Hail Satan, everyone Hail Satan, prince of darkness You're my lord. Lord. lord
5: But, uh yeah, big thanks to Rich, Michelle, Sandy. It's an outstanding show. It's it's just so much fun, man. Uh, I didn't get to to watch any of the movies. You didn't get to go
4: to the Spooky Pajama <laughs> Jamie Jam.
5: No, yeah, that yeah, was a did movie, I? Man. Yeah, <laughs> from that's a
4: Well, I was told that this is the way. That, like, I was just brought into the fold about the movies like a few weeks before Horror Realm and basically even before it started rich was just like look he's like we just need to get this one out of the way he's like um i will go from there i was like okay and he was just it, it, that was what was explained to me because uh i didn't go to rich i, I was like you know whatever and then rich asked me hey do you have a few movies to put on and i said yes and that's why and he gave me what slots were available and they had to use uh, part of that movie room for stuff later on. So Ooh. that was why, because they already had a movie event, which made me so happy that people didn't care for it. They had murder set pieces set up, and basically no one went to it. Sorry. <laughs> Not a fan
5: of that movie, you got to say. I, well, I was
4: explaining that to a couple of people Saturday night, and I just... I, it not so much hate the movie as much as I don't think the movie ever lived up to the word of mouth right. that movie got that movie is just like eh, yeah, that's nice I've seen yeah,
5: I remember that I remember people were just like sucking on this movie's dick and yes, like, I finally saw it, it as like, okay, what when am I gonna see something
4: and I know a few people in that room. Like, in the vendor's room that really wanted that movie to get played, and it's gonna be a cool thing, and the sad part was, like fifteen minutes after that movie started, I already started seeing people that would be in for that screening were already sitting out in the hallway or in the dance thing, which yeah. I just started laughing. I was like, "Huh!" And I was like, "So, that's nice. I was like, I'm so glad think- you can. I was like, I'm so glad you convinced them of doing that. <laughs> as like, as like, easily could have probably had thirty, forty, fifty people in there watching Spookies at ten o'clock. Yeah, and that's my thing. I know we would have had. It would have been a party in there too.
5: Yeah, it would have been like a like when you play the Abomination.
4: Yeah, it would have been a party, but you know, some people wanted something, and once again, didn't work, but not my idea, didn't care. (laughs) I just, I knew it wasn't going to work as soon as I seen they threw that up on uh, the event page. It's like, yep, good luck with that.
1: (laughs) I've never seen it, so. Uh, You don't need to. You you don't.
4: I'll watch it anyway. (laughs) You 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 go watch it, but I'm telling you, go read about it first. Then watch the movie, and you'll be like, Wow, that movie didn't live up to anything anybody ever said.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's got a bunch of horror names in it, but they're yep. all wasted. You know, they yep. do nothing. None of them.
4: Yep. And you're exactly right, Joe. That 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 movie. When people tell me that's one of their favorite movies, I literally shut down and try not to talk to them. I'm like, yeah, just move along. <laughs>
5: yeah. I got to eat a frito pie out there.
4: Yes, he did. Which is one of our questions.
5: Yeah, we have questions yeah. about Frito Pie.
4: Yeah, about chili was, pants. <laughs> somebody was asking, and I just I didn't answer it yet because I personally seen the Frito Pies there.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Which you should have you should have just put up a sign and started selling those.
5: <laughs> I think I will next time. Uh, no, what I saw that they were having chili and cornbread at that uh, bistro or whatever. Someone bought a cup, bought a thing of. Uh, a Fritos. And of course, you know, I'm trying to fill that up. I have a uh, chili in my lap and I'm like scooping it into the bag and Lisa sees like a little drop that's falling outside the cup and she's like trying to to, to clean that so it doesn't spill on me. Ends up spilling the whole fucking bowl of chili on my, on my legs. Scalding hot chili. Yikes. <laughs> so, I fucking look like like I threw up on myself after that, you know. You no, know, that the,
4: wouldn't have happened, Kyle, well. if you was uh,
5: midget legs, <laughs> <laughs> baby legs, Demco popping yeah. and locking <laughs> outside the dub trizzle. But I kept my cool under normal circumstances. I really, really would have lost my fucking shit, you know. <laughs> uh, but I think I've mellowed out in the past couple of years and just went upstairs, changed. Sat there and drank a beer. <laughs> and then came back <laughs> downstairs to the table. I and, saw your and drunk said, No, your I beer don't beer need here. any fucking chapstick,
4: <laughs> dude. I still have chapstick in the trunk. Of my fucking <laughs> you know how
1: many fucking tubes of chapstick I came home with? <laughs> <laughs> I must have ten. Sitting and in a then, fucking like, over what here.
5: was it? Something so you could keep your credit cards on your phone or your license on your? Phone. What the fuck is this thing? Why do yeah, I want that?
1: No, I, I asked her. She's like, uh, she gave it to me, and I was like, well, what's this? Well, it's this sticker pouch thing. You put it on your back of your cell phone. You could put your driver's license and your credit cards in it. And I'm like, why would I want to do that if, I, if they've got my cell phone that I've lost? I don't want them to have my credit cards and my license, too. Fuck that.
4: <laughs> I just laughed uh, that the one girl didn't know what they were pimping out.
5: Yeah, I asked them, too. Hey, when's this movie come out? They knew that. And I said, yeah, what's it about? You know, who's in it? And it's like, yep. they, oh, well, you know. It's like, have you? Uh, what do you think of Cloverfield? Do <coughs> you think it'll live up to it? Well, I haven't really. I haven't seen Cloverfield. What is it? Oh, you dumb bitch!
1: <laughs> I didn't think they. Those girls didn't have it upstairs anyway. So. <laughs> anyway, we got questions, Tim. Let's get to them.
4: Okay. Uh, Steve Benningfield wants to know: Is Black Phillip racist?
5: Mm. No, actually, he was. He was a. I think of presence of equality in that movie and the otherwise, you know, uh, Puritan. uh,
1: I don't know. It was a black goat that fucked up white kids, Joe.
5: Yeah, and deservedly so.
1: I don't know. those. uh, We'll talk about it later, but I don't know if those kids deserve that.
5: He knew like slavery was on its way. (laughs) said like, I'm going to get some fucking, uh, I'm going to get some preemptive vengeance.
1: Black Phillip was the best part of that show, though.
5: I disagree, but we'll get to that.
1: Okay. Uh,
4: Excuse me. Uh, Benningfield again. What uh, what else thou like to live deliciously?
1: Who would not like to live deliciously? I've been trying to talk to goats, Joe, since I saw that movie. Asking them, like, please talk to me, goat. Come on. I want to live deliciously and just can't. I can't get a goat to talk to me. How do I get a goat to talk to me, Joe?
5: You know, I was thinking about this earlier, actually, and I do live deliciously. So do you guys. I mean, think about some of the shit we do. I mean, like the fucking world we live in. Look, look we're how far away, each of us, and we're communicating. We're talking here.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh,
5: yep. We're just like, we're in the same room hanging out with people that we saw in the theaters or on TV as kids. You know, isn't that so fucking cool? Well, we aren't white puritanical
1: kids looking at their sister's boobs because it's like, we're <laughs> 13 yet, so I guess that's pretty delicious.
5: Yeah. Um, yeah we are living delicious. I got a good fucking beer in my hand. Life's I had good, that fucking
1: good-ass beer at Wast- or fucking Whole Realm.
5: Yeah. Fuck yeah. Deliciousness rules. What, Lisa's Miller Lite?
1: That? No. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> I tried to remember the beer Quinlan brought me with the devil fi- uh, fist fighting a guy on the front of it. It was like Brawler or Curler or something. I think it's called Brawler.
5: Quinlan's oh. got some good beers, man.
1: Yeah, that was some good shit. Yeah, I
4: was going to say, Quinlan's always getting something.
1: I yeah. bought Quinlan Spookies because he didn't have it. Now he does. You I got twice
5: to- the uh, the beer fridge yet again. So <laughs> I got to uh, say my hallelujahs to it and bow before it again.
1: That is living deliciously.
5: It is. I mean, it's For it's real. a great life. You know, we went and had pizza and threw lasagna and spaghetti on top of it and made it even more delicious. That
1: pizza looked amazing.
5: Oh, it's mm-hmm. fucking. Is it that's what I said? By by Monday, I thought I literally thought I was having a heart attack. It's like I'm gonna fucking die here, <laughs> here at the airport. I'm gonna fucking die. But I didn't say anything, you know, because I ain't no bitch. <laughs> Oh, what else we got, Tim?
4: Okay, uh, next question is Tim Wilder, Bootleg Tim Gross. Goddamn, these are the best questions so far. But his next one was, where was the Frito Pie at Horror Realm? Which, just explained. <laughs> Joe's lap.
5: Uh, I ate it all. And it I was going to say, I lap. seen it.
4: Uh, I even said it then. You should be selling these. Uh, Bootleg Tim Gross wants to know, where did these guys get the pepperoni bread from? <laughs> You mean the pepperoni bread? Dan went and allowed Rich to have.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that story. That sounds uh, interesting. It, it was just Rich I brought it after that shit too.
4: I was just I brought it in, and Dan put it in front of him. And anybody that was like trying to come near it or put their hand on it, Dan was just giving them evil glares and just. I guess Rich come in. He's like, "Can I have some?" And Dan was just like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and he went back and sat down and I think he even said something to my wife about it because he, he's like I don't get no food off you guys but yeah Dan was hovering around that bread like it was his last meal
1: now correct me if I'm wrong but I think Dan made out like a fucking madman I think <laughs> Dan did really fucking good at that show
4: oh yeah he does he does pretty good at horror realm he does pretty good. I mean, he's had oh, he's had better horror realms, but he he hasn't had a bad one. Let's put it that way. I just don't. That, no kid ever come around
1: me and say I don't know who Buck Rubanza is because I'll drop
5: kick your ass.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bootleg Tim Gross also wants to know: Is T- Triple H the new Hogan?
5: Well, I haven't seen any of them, but I think Triple H has better movies than Hogan. <laughs> I, mean, I want to see all of them, everything he's done. They they all look outstanding to me. He's got more moves
1: than he he knows more than two moves. So. <laughs> Maybe he is better than, I don't
5: know. I don't know fucking shit about wrestling anymore. Well, I guess he has to throw in some racism and a sex tape. Mm-hmm. Which then...
4: he might actually win the court case.
1: Did I tell you they had to have a completely like separate court case? before this court case to figure out if it was going to be okay for Hogan to wear the do-rag?
4: <laughs> oh, yes, I've heard about this, because they're every every day on morning radio here, they're putting out transcripts, like they're oh, playing shit. clips of the case every single day. <laughs> I would love
1: that fucking radio station in my town.
4: Yeah, and that, and besides them going, okay, well... Who else is Cleveland going to watch go away from their team? And <laughs> oh, we didn't have football chat yet. No, we sure. haven't had football chat. God damn it. But anyhow, John Scott with our last question wants to know, when will someone release a Blu-ray of Get Crazy? It's a great film with an amazing soundtrack as well as Lou Reed performing live in a Dylan-esque reclusive character role-playing live music in it. I love it dearly, and it's severely underrated.
1: And you know what? He's absolutely right, and I think that's why it'll never be released—is because all the music rights. I mean, you got you got leaving in there and, and fucking Lou Reed. That's that's a that's the bitch about those movies. They're so great, but you got to fuck around with the music rights. I mean, that's why uh, Legend of Billy Jean wasn't out forever, and shit like that's just a a, a fucking goddamn knot of rights you'd have to fucking go through to release something like that but yeah he's right that movie have you ever seen get crazy joe i don't think so but oh it's fucking good Hmm. they have a uh, robot drug dealer named electric larry that sounds familiar leaving is in it it's a leaving masterpiece
5: what year did this come out
1: oh jesus what tim 82 83
5: Somewhere I did see it because I went and saw everything that came out in the theater at that time.
1: It's got Daniel Stern in it and they're opening up a like huge nightclub and it's just a bunch of acts. You got uh, leaving plays this character piggy that they literally release out of the trunk of a car and he goes fucking buck wild on the stage. There's a couple other bands in there. Lou Reed is in it and. Yeah, Electric Larry's a robot drug dealer. <laughs> really fucking awesome. And Malcolm McDowell shows up, and his dick talks to him.
5: I think I have seen this. Yeah,
1: you're not going to forget Malcolm McDowell and his talking dick.
5: Yeah. He's
1: like but Johnny hey, Glitter Kyle, or something. I got to
5: tell you, yes, that pepperoni bread was fucking outstanding. Oh, no, I had some, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I ate a lot of it, actually. All right, it was fucking great. It was good, As to- were the, the Mexican shells. That's the first thing got that it. got shoved in my face when I got to Tim's house. Yeah, no,
4: and them, was, oh, like oh, I said, it. Joe, hot sausage. The wife didn't even put that in there, she just put <laughs> sweet oh, sausages. Uh,
5: again, uh, give thanks to your wife for uh, keeping us fed. Uh, thank you, Tim, for making beer runs for us. Yeah, uh, and, uh,
4: and seeing the Mexican breakfast sign. <laughs> <laughs> Mexican breakfast. <laughs> Yeah, there's just this fence in weeds and <laughs> painted real big on it out of the corner by the beer place and just said Mexican breakfast. What is a Mexican breakfast? I have Joe? no clue. It's, what would uh,
1: a Mexican breakfast consists of a corona and.
5: It's i don't usually know. just taquitos, which are like breakfast tacos.
1: I'd eat the shit out of those.
5: Yeah, they're awesome, man. I made some yesterday and today. I got uh,
1: I got some of those in the freezer. I bought it at Walmart, but they're the frozen kind of okay. Yeah, you they don't, don't want
5: to use cook flour tortillas, and it's like eggs mixed with whatever—eggs and beans, eggs beans and cheese, eggs and potato with bacon. It's good shit, man. Um, Sounds like it. Need to to get a fucking uh, hotel room with a kitchen next time, and I'll just cook the shit out of that stuff for breakfast, and just have everybody come in. Fuck yeah, yeah. But yeah, Turned Mexican first.
4: shells. Next time you come, Joe, she'll put uh, make sure the hot sausages in there instead of. Oh, just... they
5: were great, man. They were. Great. <laughs> <laughs> was like, you think he'll let me go get more? Yeah, go get more, man.
4: Oh yeah, that's why I brought the whole tray, man.
5: Literally, the first thing that happened was I
1: I got to Tim's house and got a plate of Mexican shells shoved in my face, which I happily ate because I was hungry as shit. And the last thing that happened was. Timmy, Tim's son, pulled me off the couch and threw me out the front door.
5: It was good to meet your son as well. It was good not to to be snubbed by your daughter for a celebrity. I thought <laughs> <Not> that <laughs> happened. You know, it, it was great, man. The, the whole show. I just, you know, I can't I can't express how much fun I have at this show. I I really love it.
4: That's cool. Uh, I, I I'm always glad to hear that cuz you travel so far for it.
5: Yeah. Well, right, I mean the good thing cool. is, you know, like Rich and I have become very good friends and you know, I I go like a day early get to hang out with him and and Michelle and he just takes me to hang out with the uh, with Ed. And this time Ed took me to that gigantic fucking comic store. Yeah. Uh, the comic book store, record store Whatever. I mean, that Was place is amazing. I'd? Yeah, that place. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. been a staple of uh, downtown for many years.
5: Is this yeah, the I... three-story? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I know what yeah. yeah, I dropped like eighty bucks, like right away.
4: Yeah, it, it, you. It, it's. It, you go in there, you'll be broke.
5: I want to go there next time I show up. It's like, and you know, I told Ed we can't like hang out here too long man and it's like uh i need to make money at the show before i come here <laughs> <laughs> okay well well let's
1: get to our movies tim do you want to go first
4: uh if you want me to here hold we're, on a second
1: we're gonna talk about the white ninja the
4: white phantom get it right damn it you bought the vhs <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to buy
1: tim the wackiest fucking movie i could find well well uh, we where did you Off of, oh jesus christ
4: <laughs> where did you get that from
1: uh, I believe I got it from Exler. He was selling, he had a, like a crate of movies. That, no, I bought it off a of Rick. You
4: bought it off a. Of, you yeah. actually bought that off a of Rick.
1: I bought it off a of Rick.
4: How yeah. much was he robbing you Five for? Five
1: bucks. <laughs> oh my God. Five bucks. And I also spent $2 on some WCW cards that I don't know what happened to them. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm sure my brother has some laying around. I thought you kept those ones.
1: Well, I don't know. They might be here. They might be. In my yeah, I was going to say, that's
4: going to be something that probably like I, I'll go to Wasteland. I open up my box and there According they are.
1: According to those cards, they, the WCW in like 1991 only had Ric Flair, the Southern Boys and, and that <laughs> And Gonte, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, I, was got. A
5: couple, like, I,
1: got, <laughs> I got I got an Arn Anderson and a Teddy Long in there.
4: Oh, but Jesus. Yeah, I always
1: try to find Tim the fucking wackiest movie I can, and this one was White
5: White, White Phantom. Phantom,
4: Enemy of the Darkness.
5: Yeah. Is it racist, Joe? <laughs> I've not seen this movie. What? What? Give me the skinny on it, Tim. Okay. i oh, a uh, ninja.
4: <laughs> first off, I, I I waited until Saturday morning to watch this and didn't know dick about this movie. The only thing I knew was I read on the cover, Bo uh, Severance is... In this movie, and uh, it, as soon as it starts, the Vid the Vidmark logo came up, so I was like, "Okay, that's I'm quality." Alive. Yeah, I, I knew I was going to enjoy this, but from the beginning, as soon as it starts, you get ninjas in camo, or as I like to call them, camo ninjas, and camo ninjas are just pull over a truck and steal weapon grade plutonium. <laughs> For uh, who's called the Sakura family, apparently they are one of the most powerful families in China. Well, from there, we're introduced to I like to call the ugly American, who is J. Roberts Jr. I'm guessing he won some kind of kung fu championship that year or something in the Olympics. So they decided, hey, we need to put him in there. He's the next Michael Dudikoff.
1: Should have been Billy, uh, fucking Billy Blanks hey. Billy Drago.
4: Billy yeah <laughs> but anyhow the ugly the, cat Amer- Miller. <laughs> the the ugly American is basically at a nightclub. they introduce him they introduce uh the secure family uh the son that's gonna take over the business basically, and basically they're both checking out the same chick who we come to find out after a nightclub fight happens that is in debt and basically wants to get out like she owes the American government something, which they don't really say but she wants loose of not only the Sakura family but Bo Sevenson, uh, he's Colonel Somebody, I forget his name, but he's Colonel Somebody and she keeps asking him, is this the last thing I do? And Basically, they just want to know where the drop is going to be for the weapons-grade plutonium so they can get it back for the American military. Well, after you get that, we get get to see how Robert's character works uh, because he is a mysterious man who likes a bookstore, likes horrors, and likes playing basketball with local kids and signing baseballs as Babe Ruth. So (laughs) (laughs) when this isn't going down, he hangs out more at the nightclub checking out the dancer. And finally, eventually, they have a conversation, and somehow they figure out, both of them, hey, this one wants out, this one's uh, the mysterious dude, which they keep showing clips of uh, uh, J. Roberts Jr. dressed as an old man uh, in the middle of nowhere, acting like an old Asian man for some reason or another. Basically, this is his costume and how he gets around to be a ninja. Then sets up, basically... Time after time after time, the thugs getting beat up. They do have one final chance where the thugs are going to fight the white ninja in these weird. It was like Godzilla took pottery class. And put all these little finished pottery projects around and connected them together, and basically the White Ninja beats all the thugs up again in this, and they realize the White Ninja is true. And it all comes down to (laughs) winner-takes-all, where good ninja versus bad ninja, or black ninja versus white ninja, which the white ninja, of course, is the ugly American, and the black ninja is the secure family son that just can't do anything right, apparently. And, of course, America wins, and... Ugly American doesn't he doesn't get it, the woman because she dies, but Bo Simmonson gets he he basically shows up to collect the paycheck for being in the movie, but collects his paycheck for the plutonium also. <laughs> it's an entertaining movie. It kept me in it. It wasn't one of those where it's it's poor. Uninteresting, like, uh, you know, once you got into American Ninja 3, you started lo- losing interest. This is one of those movies I really, it, it kind of reminded me, like, Entered a Ninja. One uh, me wants me to rewatch Ninja Three: The Confrontation, I think it is, or is that American Ninja Four? Not sure. But oh, anyway.
1: you know that shit, Tim. I don't
4: know. <laughs> but it, it's a decent. It was actually decent. And again, when I seen the Vidmark logo, I knew I was going to give this movie a chance to begin with. I enjoyed it. I gave it two and a half out of four stars. Looking for something to watch on a rainy Saturday afternoon, this is it. White Phantom, Enemy of Darkness.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you sold that fucking movie, dude. I, you, you gotta listen to this show and write that word for word as your review on. <laughs> That's fucking great. I it
4: just I enjoyed it. I because somebody's and Joe. I could be wrong, and I don't know how many ninja movies these guys watched. I've seen quite a like, few. Yeah, like in the early '80s, like after Chuck Norris did the Octagon and like a bunch of them just like popped up and as the 80s went on
1: oh it was ninja fever yeah yeah
4: it just especially in the early 80s you had some really good ones but soon as like 1985 hit it was like okay as, it, like asylum wasn't around but it was like asylum made every ninja movie all of a sudden they were horrible and they were so bad basically jean-claude van damme's blood sport Put an end to it. And <laughs> just it ended any anybody wanting to make a ninja flick. But it was nice because this flick came out in eighty seven and I just remember by then I wanted the checkout of the ninja flicks. They it was the best
1: movie for a year it was the best year for movies ever though.
4: Yeah, it just Ninja movies weren't that good. But you know what? I gotta include this one with some of the early 80 ones. It, it was really it it, it just it kept it interesting it kept it fun uh it it didn't really try to basically you know veer off what the mission was and that was to entertain me with camo ninjas and (laughs) weapons grade plutonium and just having fun with making the ugly american the ugly american
5: where the (laughs) fuck's all that plutonium now man You know, it was all over the place in the 80s.
4: Apparently. uh, Apparently. I guess uh, the Chinese wanted to uh, make their own flying DeLorean, apparently.
1: (laughs) I have a feeling Trump knows where it's at.
4: Oh, Jesus.
1: Probably uses that shit on his hair, man.
4: (laughs) But anyhow, I'm guessing neither of you has got to watch White Phantom, so let's move on to the next movie.
1: No, goddammit, it's not on YouTube. It pissed me off. I was like, here's a movie. I'll buy Tim from 1987. Uh, Bo's Flintson.
4: It, it may be racist. So we have something. Overcharged 4 five 75
1: for <laughs> it. It went to Rick. I don't care. Somebody
4: that doesn't spend any time at their table, but somehow convinces my brother to buy a stuffed. Taxidermy animal that he probably—that
5: was your brother that bought that.
4: My brother bought that. Yes, apparently because I told my brother, it's like, why don't you give me the money and you could feel better by yourself? <laughs> it's just like because you know that fucker found that for a dollar fifty at some <laughs> butt end Ohio flea market from some dude who got one eyeball and missing a hand and just not doing nothing. Probably bought it from Railway Ralph. It's a possibility because when I heard how much he spent, I was like, no oh, Jesus, were you drinking?" <laughs> fucking crazy. But anyhow, no, go. I was
1: like, "Well, here's 1987 ninja movie with Bo Svenson from the best year for movies ever." Tim will watch it,
5: and yep. he got
1: ready shit. Yeah,
5: yeah, I've got I'm like gathering a bunch of shit that I have here to send it to Tim because I know he'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I love watching stuff. Joe, you should have seen the list of movies I watched this week.
1: It was insane.
4: Tim found
1: a movie where Michael Madsen plays a A pre-scientist.
4: Doctor, not a scientist, different.
1: Michael Madsen playing a doctor at a Bible camp, and they fight a werewolf that can only be killed by maple syrup.
4: Not a werewolf, just a, guy, a demon. A you're, demon, whatever. You're mixing up President Wolfman with, with Lumberjack Man. Get it correct?
1: They're all Tim movies. They're interchangeable.
4: <laughs> President Wolfman, awesome. <laughs> Lumberjack Man, I just so no much. <laughs> Not so
5: much.
1: Okay. So
5: did you watch the Aspix, Joe? No, I didn't. i planned plan to watch it today, but I'm familiar it. with the cover. It's...
4: Joe Joe, I kept calling it the Aspace.
5: Well, face. yeah, I I've seen like <laughs> several pornos with a similar name, like close to it, like Aspixation and and shit like that. Aspixation, that's <laughs> great. I
4: couldn't stop saying it the whole time of watching it. Because I'm listening to the British guy say it, and I'm like, I keep waiting for one of them to go the ass face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So this is a movie, The ass Fix, from 1970 through two. Now
0: get ready. The pole's
3: stuck. Hi, hey! I'm at brunch.
0: At the first sign of death, it begins a cry of torment that drives the dying mad. The Asphates. More than a myth. More than a maybe. A smudge. And another one. Here. And finally, another here. Gentlemen, what you have seen, what we have recorded, is the soul, at the moment it departs the body, the Asphinx, more than a myth, more than a maybe. Good grief. I tell you, it's saw me. Here is a man a minute from death, without a soul, with only one way back, through the secret of the Asphinx. Train light on the Asphinx the force within you that brings insanity at the instant of death from birthday to death day controls the most terrifying moment of your life your death the asphinx face more than a myth more than a maybe
1: this has always been like you know when you're a kid and you're running around the fucking horror movie section there's always like three or four titles that you you don't see there but you see it on like a fucking preview or something and it looks really cool and it just kind of sticks around in your head and floats around for years and years and years. And this was one of them. I always wanted to see this. Finally found it on YouTube in a really pretty decent copy. And I was like, well, let's do this for the show. I've never seen it. It's got a really good fucking premise to it. And the premise is there's this dude. This is a very fucking British movie.
5: And he's a Ghostbuster, right? This, this pretty is a Ghostbuster much. Movie.
1: Pretty much. Pretty okay. much. Like if the Ghostbusters yeah. were around in like 1901. Yeah. It's a real turn of the century British horror movie. Well, it starts out in modern day, but then uh, the cops come to an accident, and then it flashes back to 1809, where there's uh, the this family, uh, the Cunninghams, <laughs> Richie and Mister C. No, um, they're kind of like this. This whole movie's kind of like this weird takeoff of Frankenstein, but it's it's really cool, and I like the idea. And the idea of this movie is this guy's like an old photographer, like a photographer guy, right when photography comes around, and he's taking all these pictures, and they're all of these people right before they die, and he sees this smudge, and he, you know, through his, like, he's a real kind of Dr. Frankenstein guy, in the sense of, like, he's studying everything, and he's like, we gotta figure out what this fucking smudge is. So one day he gets his video camera out, and his his old old timey video camera and he's taping his, he's got two sons and an adopted son and the two sons have uh, either wives or wives to be. It it gets real kind of hard to keep track of with the, who's related to who. And uh, I think the brother was trying to marry the sister at one point, but I'm not for sure. Anyway, they're filming them crossing a river on a boat, and the one guy makes it, and the other guy takes off, and hilariously bonks his head on a fucking tree limb, they both fall in the water and die, so the guy develops it and sees the smudge and figures out, hey, the smudge is the soul leaving the body, and
3: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, there's this thing in old Greek mythology called the Aspects that... Is the ass, suppo- face. the ass face? Supposedly, what this thing is, um, I'm gonna fucking use my scientific Peter Vakeman like turn of the century know-how. I'm gonna see if I can't capture these souls. And he first he tries it out on a, on a fucking guinea pig, which he he poisons the guinea pig, captures the aspects in a in a beam of light, puts it in a coffin uh, that has light in it, and that's where he keeps it. So then. Like, if you capture your Asphix, presto, you're immortal. So the doctor decides he's going to try it on himself. And they capture his Asphix and put it in the basement. He, he, he Somehow he's trying to figure out he's going to use this to bring his son back to life. Uh, he tries it on his daughter, who they put in a, in a hilarious, like, unscientific, dangerous-ass way. They put her in a guillotine. They drop the fucking blade and stop it right before, and then the Aspect shows up. They fucking capture it, and then, whoops, oh no, I tripped. The fucking guillotine slices her head off. Um, There's a lot of capturing shit. There's a lot of, like, really cool fucking awesome-ass set pieces with the the lighting's fucking rad as shit. It looks like a Hammer movie, but it's not. I think this is better than most of the Hammer movies out there. I like this, and it's got a really cool ass fucking twist, quasi twist ending. This is a, a real fucking, real cool fucking hidden gem of a movie. What'd you think about it, Tim? I loved it.
4: I, I exactly. I it kind of had, to me at least, it kind of had a reanimator feel yeah, yeah. of it, and I really enjoyed how they did that stuff. Because, like you, that's what I said also too. It, uh, Hammer, it just felt like a Hammer film without being a Hammer film. But mm-hmm. I enjoyed this movie, went in it completely cold, heard the title only, never thought anything of it, but I liked his obsession of wanting like to find this link to immort- immortality or mm-hmm. is this a ghost or whatnot, and it was just really cool. And I gave it two and a half out of four stars, but easily... Could have gave it three. I mean, it's just, it's one of those movies I would like to have around in Mm -hmm. reach if I want to watch a movie, but I'm unsure of what I would want to watch. I, this would, I would not mind going back and grabbing this like a couple of times over. I I just enjoyed it that much.
1: I'm just kind of surprised with all the horror movie people we know. This has never once been ever brought up. And I think it's a real fucking cool ass hidden gem. It's like you said, it's like the reanimator, the the turn-of-the-century reanimator with, like, no gore, though. But the effects they use when they they capture the fucking ghost monster are pretty fucking creepy. And pretty, you know, low-budgety, but still pretty awesome looking. I love that green monster thing. I
4: I Uh do have some breaking news, though. This is Uh very important. Okay. There is two documentaries out there that seem to exist, and I need to have them. First is Rollerblade 7, The Unseen Scenes. For fuck. No, you don't need that. (laughs) Apparently, that old Jackson shot over 24 hours of footage, and it's out there.
1: it (laughs) has been dead for like 10 years, right? Yes. Jesus.
4: (laughs) He's been dead since 2002, but his partner that they got an argument with, but keeps his legend living, is Scott Shaw, who was in a bunch of the Rollerblade movies. There is another documentary. Just supposedly released. I'm trying to search for it now. Rollerblade three, the movie that never was. I want I wanna see this. Christ, i want
1: on a fucking cracker. God damn, man. <laughs> when does it end? <laughs> when does it end? But no, I looked I, I, I said before I think this is a really good looking movie and I looked up the director, this Peter Newbrook guy. Uh, this is the only movie he's ever directed but he was the cameraman on shit like Lawrence of Arabia, A Bridge on the River Kwai, all this old timey mm-hmm. like fucking 100% like, classic ass movies and it, and it looks fucking great. Joe, I think if you watch this, you'll love it and you'll make a t-shirt of it because it's got some great artwork and it's just a really cool, fucking cool ass movie. Like, you could do a really cool double feature if you played like the Ass Fix
5: and the Quarter Mass Experiment. Well, I haven't seen Rollerblade, but that's getting a shirt.
4: No. Oh please, <laughs> please let me know. Because not only do you need a shirt for Rollerblade, you need one for Rollerblade. A Rollerblade <laughs> roller Warriors taken by force.
5: Jesus. <laughs>
4: Joe, please let me know. Roller, roller Gator. Play.
5: I mean, that just sounds outstanding. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, Joe, I have never laughed so hard and tried to stay so interested in my life trying to watch that movie.
5: And for those interested, uh, Ass Fixation is the official site of Jules Jordan. So, I mean,
1: I don't know who that is, but I'm going to guess it's a porn star. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, was either it? Jules Jordan was a porn star, or she hosted something on the E! Network.
5: But uh, that's Asfixation.com. Asfixation.net is like some Japanese uh, anal uh, yeah. porn or something like that. So
1: <laughs> say no more. I won't be going there.
5: Yeah, don't, don't do not .net.
1: I remember I got in trouble when I first got the internet. <laughs> I was, uh, was at my mom's house on my mom's computer, and I put www.sabu.com. And it was a Japanese men's underwear fetish site, and I got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't know. I was looking up fucking crazy-ass wrestler, Mama. I was looking up Sabu.
5: I was looking up Sabu. Look, here's his trading card. Yeah, it looks like underwear.
1: But anyway, I give the Aspects like 200 fucking stars. It's great. Um, I feel like this is a movie I'll rep for a fucking while. It's going in the one-year rotation. It's fucking great.
5: So, Joe, as soon as I can, man. It's pretty
1: good. Yeah, see where the Ghostbusters may have stole all their ideas from.
3: <laughs>
1: anyway, let's talk about the witch, Joe.
5: Okay, uh, I remember seeing a trailer for this thing about a year ago, and then nothing. You know, it's like, okay, well, when's this coming out? And then all of a sudden, everybody's sharing a new trailer, and I avoided watching it because thought you know, I remember liking the original trailer. I don't want to know anything this movie going in. Uh, finally, it was released. Surprisingly, it came down here. I told my daughter we're gonna go watch this movie. And we need to go watch it quick because I doubt it's going to stay in the theater very long. And is it still in the theater? It is up here. Good. In like three weeks. Good. Yeah, I was going to say so it's still. Hopefully, it's here. doing well. Uh, the film starts out with a with a guy, a Puritan. I guess he's a Puritan or whatever. He's uh Did he's you on- think?
1: Did you think that was the wolf or the hound?
5: No, I didn't. I didn't. I thought it was
1: the hound, the, I thought it was the hound the whole movie until I looked it up.
5: No, I mean, I never even registered that until you said it, and I thought, yeah, that is him, and then, wait, that's gonna, not him. Fuck you, Kyle. Fuck you, fuck you, he's alive still. <laughs> uh, he's on trial for the sin of pride. Like, he is uh, saying he's a better Christian than everybody else, and, hey, you know what? You're not. You're you're fucking banished. You're banished from our community here. It's like, no problem. You know, I'm going to pack up my family We're going to go find someplace else and worship the Lord, you know, in the way it's supposed to be done. And after some travels, they find what seems like uh, an idyllic site. It's right at the edge of a forest. They set up camp, and then we fast forward to maybe a year later, maybe a few months later. They've just had a newborn seems like uh they're trying to farm, but nothing's growing. Like, they're trying to farm corn, and it's all rotted and shit. And the young girl in the family is is uh playing with the baby out at the edge of the woods. You know, she turns her head for a second, and boom, the baby's gone. Like, you think, oh, shit, that baby's Batman from the Puritan age. But no, something...
1: <laughs> so my girlfriend said that, that baby <laughs> ran like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah.
5: So something's taken the baby, and they actually like cut to a scene later in the evening and it shows you exactly what happens to the baby and which is a pretty fucking creepy scene, pretty great. And then it's all downhill from there for this family. Um, this young girl, she's blamed pretty much by the mom for, for the child being lost. And why not, man? It's her fucking fault, right? Don't take your eyes off the baby. If you're watching the fucking baby out in the Puritan age, right by the forest, of uh, two little kids or which they these are two fucking creepy ass kids.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> they are constantly playing games and saying rhymes to this goat named that they've called Black Philip. And yeah, Black Philip doesn't do anything. He just sits there, you know it's like, hey, yeah, whatever, you yeah, all right, call me whatever you want. And shit continuously starts to go bad for them. Uh, the dad takes the kid hunting what do they see a rabbit rabbit leads them into what danger kyle what happens there they, uh, the dog gets loose yeah the dog, the dog gets
1: kind to- of flips out and well yeah the dog flips out they go after him and then the guy kind of i don't know they got that big huge musket that's taller than that kid and he tries to light it and kind of blows up in his face.
5: See, that's what I liked about this movie. Which my girlfriend
1: said, you shot your eye out.
5: (laughs) Yeah, how impractical guns were at the fucking time. Like, if you've seen, like, uh, Michael Mann's Last of the Mohicans, where fucking Daniel Day-Lewis is running with two muskets and fucking shooting him. Yeah, whatever, dude. You can't fucking carry one of those things. It took two people to
1: fucking shoot that thing.
5: Yeah, and to load it, and, you know, and then you'd have, like, backfire like that. (laughs) It would just fuck you up. Yeah.
1: Shoot your eye out, Ralphie.
5: Yeah. um, They decide, you know what? Yeah, this chick, this girl that lost our baby, let's sell her off. Not so much sell her off, but let's give her to this other family and she can work for them. And uh, that's one less less mouth to feed because we're not finding any food anyway. Um, There's a whole theme here of all the family sins, like uh, especially the father's pride, which has got them to where they're at. And the girl, the young girl, she's pretty much everybody's scapegoat. Eh, scapegoat, get it? Uh, but <laughs> no, I didn't. Good one. <laughs> yeah, neither did I. But uh, so she's constantly getting shit on in this movie. Her younger brother really, really loves her. Like, really loves her. Like mm. checking her out. She's out like bathing her like ankles or something. in the uh, it's like, oh fuck, man, I'm seeing some ankle here. This is hardcore.
1: Well, there he was getting a little fucking Puritan boner from some cleavage.
5: Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, he decides, like, to to help things out, he's going to go hunt. He's going to go get some food, and he runs into some bad shit, some fucking hot bad shit. Oh,
1: man, that kid found the fucking golden ticket in the woods, baby. But, I don't know what the hell the yeah. problem was.
5: And, ag- again, things start to get worse from there. He comes back just like a fucking mess. Like, he's, like, like fucking Jack, Jack Nicholson after he had his uh, electroshock therapy. You know, nobody can communicate with him or anything. And then things get worse. You got some fucking crows chewing on nipples. You got mm-hmm. fucking uh, Black Phillip goring people and throwing them into like an overstacked woodpile. Um, and then then you have the, the fucking ultimate thing is just selling your soul to the devil, saying, fuck this, I want things to get better. And anybody listening, if you want things to get better, sell your soul to the devil. I mean, do it tonight. Do it tonight. Things will get better. Yeah, I used to be poor as on. shit, but I sold my soul to the devil. And you got you a know? t-shirt company out of it. Yeah. Uh, look at me now. You know, Vote Trump. That's all I got to say.
4: <laughs> it claims it's made $23 million so That's far.
5: got to be good. This... What was it made for?
4: Yeah. A dad I'm not seeing, which is weird. Um, but yeah, it's up 3. to
1: 325.
4: 20- there you go. Brilliant. And from what I've read, they're gonna cut how many theaters in half this week that it's showing in, but it's gonna have at least one more weekend.
5: I thought it was wonderful, man. I I was really the movie drew me in pretty quick. You know, it immersed you in this world that the that the family's living in. You know, even though you know shit's gonna go wrong, you're kind of like hoping that that they'll fucking get out of it somehow. Uh, I'm not was, saying I it wasn't. takes. I'm not saying it takes a twist that you don't expect because you kind of you do see it coming, <laughs> but the way it's done is just fucking excellent. And when that scene happens, it just it put a smile on my face, man. Uh, the music is wonderful. I don't know that you could listen to it by itself without the movie. You know, the, it's it's kind of weird-ass music, but for the movie, it, it really does what it's supposed to. It adds all that suspense. I got a little bit – I was, you know, the fucking violin.
1: <laughs> Shit. I think they use that a little bit too much.
5: Screechy violin?
1: Yeah, they use the screechy violin. But in an in a age of the bass drop, give me more screechy violin.
5: Yeah, instead of, like, throwing trash cans against the wall. and There you go, yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm just, I think they, maybe they had done it, like, maybe once or twice too many times.
5: Uh, I'd recommend this movie to anybody. Go see it in the theater if you can. There was, like, maybe three other people in there when Isis and I went to go see it. I saw it with a girlfriend with no one in there.
1: On, at like, four in the afternoon, nobody was there to see the witch. Yeah. Which was cool, because we could talk and stuff. That was awesome.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's shit.
1: Yeah. A she, I, I love this fucking, I, I loved it. This was my birthday movie. Um, I just, I watched The Revenant, and everybody freaks out about how, like, good that fucking, how well shot that movie is, but yet no one says something about The Witch that is shot way better. I think The Witch is a way better movie than The Fucking Revenant ever could be, because that's a movie you can watch once and think it's good, and then you watch it again, and you're like, well, this is just Leonardo blowing snot all over the fucking place, and a bear attack, big fucking whoop. But this, did you realize who the mom was, Joe? No. The mom was also from Game of Thrones. She was uh, the crazy bitch that lives in the fucking castle with the hole in the ground. It throws everybody out the sky window.
5: Oh shit! Yeah,
1: you're right. Yeah, because that's not the first movie that the
5: big fucking airy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah the yeah, the queen of the airy or whatever the fucking shit. That's not the first time a fucking crow has bit a nipple off that lady. <laughs> so if you want nipples bit off by crows, you call this woman. I liked all the characters. Those that set of twins, they were some creepy mofos. Um, Black Phillip was fucking rad. <laughs> shit. Um. This whole movie, I was like, is there a witch? I, I don't... or, Well, you knew there was a witch because it smashes the baby into bits. Right,
5: right <laughs> In at the, the beginning, they establish, yeah, there's the some way. supernatural shit going on.
1: But then when they get to the devil stuff, because the girl makes the joke at the Riverside about how, like, okay, I'm sick of all you. Yeah, guess what? I did sell my soul to the devil, and I'm going to eat you all type shit. And then she was just joking, and she swears those twins to silence. That's enough to get you burnt at the stake, like, back in those days. Right. And the whole time I was like, well, is the devil around? I don't know. Maybe it might be this kid that, and then it's not him, and the witch keeps showing up in different forms. Like, there's a really long period that you don't even see the witch. You kind of forget. And then she shows up in the middle of the night all fucking gross, naked and cackling. It's just fucking creepy as hell. And the last part, I love the ending. Uh, the, the girlfriend's review was, we walked out and I was like, oh man, that was fucking great. And she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. You want to hear my review? Worst thing that's happened in 2016, zero stars. And I said, oh, we got to break up now. And yeah, you do. Great.
3: Yep.
1: It's not your typical, I'm glad a horror movie got out there that's for not 14-year-old girls. But... Did you read all the backlash this thing's getting no. about? Like,
4: oh, it's know. getting huge.
1: Yeah, people are. There's a lot of people out there that don't like this, and I feel like it's the same people who were talking shit on Fury Road because of Charlize Theron being the main person in that movie. There's a lot of anti-women in movies. People out there, I don't get it. Fucking weirdos. I want more. They're fucking kick-ass. The girl in this movie completely. Held it together. I thought she was great. I thought the dad was great. Everyone in this, there's not a bad performance in this fucking movie.
5: No, there's not.
1: It, the old English kind of got to me a little bit. Like, maybe subtitles would be good, but you really need them, because I hate them anyway.
5: You wanted some rap music to come on, right? No, like a, I didn't uh, need no Tarantino movie.
1: No, we didn't need no shit like that. Yeah, like, you compare, this blows the fuck out of any goddamn Tarantino movie. I just don't get it, but Yeah, man, go see this in the fucking theater. It rules so bad. There's a really good uh, article running around out there from Barbara Crampton wrote it about how the gatekeepers of horror, the people that are the tastemakers, are just really taking a fucking shit on this movie. And you know what? Fuck those people. Make up your own goddamn mind. I think this movie fucking kicks ass. Uh, It'll probably be real high on my top ten list. Hundred
5: million stars for this movie. <laughs> Same here. It's going to be real high. In fact, let's do our best of the year right now.
1: Um, I don't know if the witch would. <laughs> I, I don't know if the witch <laughs> would make my top ten right now. I'd have to think of what I've seen.
4: Uh, like I said, dude, Final Girls would be in my list.
1: Yeah, Tim gotta was watch talking that. about that earlier.
4: Yeah, talked about Final Girls.
1: Tim gave it uh, a. Fucking recommendation over Deathgasm, which is shocking.
4: Yeah, I I said if I would have saw them as much as I love Deathgasm, if I would have saw them two back to back last year, I would have had to give the edge to Final Girls.
1: Yeah. I can't make my top ten list, Joe. The fucking Trailer Park Trailer Park Boys new season doesn't doesn't come out. I like <laughs> feel that'd right, be unfair. that's out. Feel that'd be unfair to the fucking Nova Scotians. Sorry, but yeah, the witch is fucking great. What do you got for next week, Tim?
4: Oh, uh, that's a good question. Dude, Dean you didn't get to through. see The witch, Oh, yeah. But... uh, The Outing. That oh, you, you evil genie that. movie. Evil, evil genie movie. Yeah, I didn't get to see The Witch. Yeah, it just don't have time to get to the theater right now to go it. see that. But I do want to see it. It had me interested at the trailers, period. You know what? I just... feel like
1: this is one of the movies that will just shoot right on the DVD pretty
4: quick. Yeah, and I'm glad to hear Yinzer enjoying the witch. I because like you were bringing up. I j- I just heard you know a bunch of people pooping on that movie and it just come on. Give it a chance. Let's see what happens with it. But like you said, Kyle, I'm glad it didn't do the Lords of Salem thing.
1: Oh, the Lords of Salem. That's a completely different monster. Hey, I traveled 100 miles to see the Lords of Salem, and I didn't fucking have any regrets about doing that.
5: I still haven't seen that
1: pretty good.
4: Yeah, it's real good, but I'm just glad it didn't, the witch didn't go that route where it was there for like five seconds.
1: Yeah, Ken ferrey has got a sweet-ass wig big time in that movie. It's fucking great. But speaking of Ken Ferrey, next week, I'm gonna cover Death Spa. Oh,
4: What's yes! Right? I gotta dig that out.
1: Death Spa. You'll sweat blood. Never seen it. I hope this is good. I got it from out of print, Dan. Joey, got anything to
5: pimp? uh yeah you can head to fastcustomshirts.com and buy whatever shirt you want we got a lot of shit on there you can listen to me and tom talking about usually nothing sometimes some movies over at the horrible movie podcast i believe i don't know get on to tom's dwn productions page on facebook and he usually has uh, links for it there i don't even know what the fucking podcast is called that's pretty bad the terrible
1: bore uh, crap something
5: (laughs) yeah I've listened to it I think Tom's fucking hilarious Tom is Tom's funny I love that dude uh, other than that I will be doing yet another pancakes and booze show sometime soon Uh, go like my Fast Custom Shirts page on Facebook if you haven't if you haven't what the fuck man what's your problem got a pretty stellar witch t-shirt yeah which uh didn't sell <laughs> as well as I thought it would. I tried
1: to buy a million t-shirts, but Demco fucking bought all the sizes out
5: from me. Yeah, that's the thing, you know, it's like uh XLs and 2Xs went really quick in Pittsburgh. Demco popped and locked his way right in front of He did. Of he <laughs> what do you got? 2X, 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 I'll take it. Yep. Uh, bought all the Santo shirts, damn it. Yeah, he did. He certainly did. Fuck. And, uh...
4: I have Dan screaming at me right now.
5: <laughs> yeah. The next show I will be at will probably be Texas Frightmare Weekend and I will be busy as fuck until then. God, I want to go to that one.
4: Yep. Me you too. You guys make
5: your way down. Yeah. It's so bad.
4: We That's come a... down. if we come down for now, we want to come back.
1: Joe, that is a sweet Donald Trump T shirt you just put on there, sir.
5: Yes, I'm uh I like that. This actor from independent movies sent—it's uh, his artist buddy just sent that my way. It's pretty fucking cool.
1: All your Trump, all your Trump needs. Yep. I hope that guy wins because I think America's fucking government is a joke, and you might as well put the biggest clown in there. Let's shake, <laughs> let's, take, let's shake some shit up here, America. Vote uh, Trump. We're out of here.
0: <laughs> Turn out the lights. The part is over. They say that all good things must end Call it a night The part is over And tomorrow starts the same old thing again Let me tell you of the days of high adventure this it, priest? The Pope's new army? A few crusty bitches and a handful of ragtags? I know, Bill. We swore this was a battle between warriors. Not a bunch of mislances. And where it, you get the coconuts? We found them. Found them? In Mercia, the coconuts are tropical. What do you mean? Well, this is a temperate zone. The swallow may fly south with the sun, or the house martin or the plover may seek warmer climes in winter. Yet these are not strangers to our land. Are you suggesting coconuts migrate? They're coming to get you, Barbara. I don't
4: care, Bob. You're fired. You're fired! You're fucking fired, Bob! Clean out your locker at the club, Bob. You're fucking fired!
0: If you bleeds,
3: we can kill it.
0: You're me If
3: we hear him, we break the law. Everything was true. God's an astronaut. Ours is over the rainbow. The Midian is where the monsters live.
0: Ancient pussy shoppers, take advantage of our penny pussy sales. If you buy one piece of pussy at a regular price, you'll get another piece of pussy of equal or lesser value for only a penny. Try a deep pussy for a penny. If you can find cheaper pussy anywhere,
3: okay <laughs> What does it take? What does it take to change the essence of a man? I need time to change. Time.
0: I do too. We love to give you right home thank you my brother we're about to go on a sacred journey with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere
1: dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom
0: sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time
1: <gasps> no lucky
0: land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky